Good morning, everyone. This is the show before the show. Getting some things done, some last minute things. How is everybody this morning? In your neck of the woods. If you're here today, just give us a shout out on the platform that you're on. Let us know if you're on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, Twitch. If this is one of the first times you've ever listened live, let us know that too. spot that way if he yeah, shows up yeah you're, you're, you're here yeah we're, okay. we're live okay we're live already Morning, everybody sorry i'm late we are live with the show before the show it's school starting so uh you know i, I get it i didn't realize the 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 buses would the traffic is way worse once school starts I, especially <coughs> especially on 109 oh yeah do yeah, you he, want the chair no i'm, I'm not a, okay Vic likes his chair. I'm not, he does. I'm, he does. He likes his chair. Some people, the chair's cool. It's, it's kind of interesting hey. that he sits on a chair. Well, I, th- I think most people sit on a chair. Well, and I think he was used to it when he was um, yeah. uh, on, on TV and everything. They uh, they had like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a very nice chair. Don't get me wrong. It is a nice um, chair. I don't know. It is a nice with, chair. With a bad back and legs and all the rest of that stuff. I'm ben says the governor is in Chesterfield today. Ben, if you know the governor, send him on over. Send him right on over here. Oh, uh, the governor. Trisha's here. Chris is here. Paul, Michelle, Angie from the UK, Kurt, Michelle. Paul, Chris, Trisha. Bendy's here this morning. Candace, good morning. Good morning. Bendy. We are setting up oh. the show before the show. Exciting. What is exciting? Uh, we'll be talking about merch later, but I do have the ladies' ponytail hats. Today. I, so I, yeah. You, you'll get to take a look at those today, and I'm then excited. we'll get those. Uh, uh, does does Joe have the pictures of them? Uh, I have not taken pictures of those yet. Got um, it. But, oh, because uh, they don't. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I do. I'll, I'll send them to him. I have them on yeah. my phone. Send them on the email, yeah. the producer email. Yeah, we'll go ahead and yeah. send those. That way, uh, okay. We could show those. This is not logoed yet. I know there's um, but, several uh, of us that are excited about the So we have three different colors uh, to choose from. I believe Love like a, it. a tan, uh, like it. a royal and a black. Um, but uh, I know you're all like, very, very excited about that. And I do apologize. Yeah, I it's taking so long to uh, get the uh, the merch and all that up there. But uh, we Most have. girls that wear hats, they like any kind unless they want to put ponytails in it. And then... The other kind of just makes her head stick up. Yeah, it's. I don't have that problem, sir. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your head sticking up or your hair sticking up. Both. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is the show before the show. So before the show, and Vic will be in after a while. Derek and I are starting the show. Hey Joe, I'm going to send these over in a minute. Okay. Looks like listener Michelle Barnett on Facebook. It's her first time. Let's see. Repeat that. I said it looks like it was nothing too pressing. Uh, Michelle Barnett on Facebook. She says it's her first time. Oh, well, welcome, Michelle. Welcome. 
Um, Michelle is a first timer. Well, I think we've seen Michelle before. Maybe this is the. I think she's making a joke, unless we have two Michelle Barnetts. You're there. It's the first time today. How's that? Well, that's right. It's the first time today. You know, there's a first time for everything, Derek. There is. There's a there's a first time for <laughs> everything. A first you know what? Did you? Everything. I saw a meme that said that there's a last time for everything too. Like when you were a child, you did not know that that was the last time you were ever going to play with your neighborhood friends, and just one day it ends. And yeah. when you were playing with him, you probably didn't know. It's called growing up, unfortunately. Gosh, dang. Dang it. Um, I sent uh, sent those over to you, Joe, so however you want to do it is easy. Dang it. All right. And just a second. So this is still the show before the show. So if you are here, we would greatly appreciate it if you would share the show. Maybe share it to somebody who you know has never seen it before. Even if maybe they're on the fence politically. We try to give the truth without too much of a medicine-y taste that they can hear the truth. You know, we like to laugh around here. Laughing is so fun. I'll tell you what, um, one of the things we're going to be talking about today, uh, I was doing in the car, but uh, I definitely enjoyed the the show yesterday. I mean, I always always listen uh, while the kids are getting ready, but... uh, Vic was making me laugh so hard with his face <laughs> in the he, middle of the say, camera. Uh, the, the, and yes, in the whole DeSantis smile. Yeah, that was pretty doggone funny. The whole time he kept going at that <laughs> I know. It was so funny. I haven't received. So funny. I haven't received those pictures yet. It didn't come through? I don't think so. I even checked the junk email. Okay. As soon as you get that, Joe, you can start, start the, the show. show. Okay. Excellent. Actually, well. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. Thank you, Jay Van Brown. And where is Vic? He will be here. He has actually a doctor appointment this morning. He's not sick or anything, just like a physical, like the yearly physical. And he will be here after a while. I don't know for sure if he's going to be here any part of the first hour, but he's going to be here the second hour. So just bear, just bear with us. I, we're not Vic. For sure. We're not even pretending to be Vic, are no, we? No, no, no. We're not Vic. We're not Vic. But we know a little bit of stuff. A little bit. I pretend to. Well, there you go. <laughs> Life is a big thing. I pretend thing. to. There we go. Joe, we are ready to start it at any time. Okay. I'll go. I haven't received him yet, but I'll go ahead and start. Okay. Just go ahead and start there it. Here we go. Good morning, everybody, in this lovely foggy Tuesday here in St. Louis, Missouri. I am Derek Pratt filling in for Vic for the first hour. As always, the lovely and talented Lizzie Sparks sitting next to us, sitting next to me, and Pro Joe over on the on the uh, boards in the back. And is that Brian back there? That's no, Greg. Greg, Greg. I'm sorry. He's, Greg's my assistant. Greg is the uh, production assistant, uh, learning the ropes. Uh, we. Uh, we are happy that you're here this morning, and uh, if you will, uh, share the show, like the show, tell your friends, uh, tell your foes. It doesn't really matter who's listening as long as they're listening to us, right? Amen. So uh, we got a lot to cover this morning, um, different topics. Uh, Vic will be in 
just after nine o'clock. We have uh, a special guest this this uh, on the second hour at nine thirty. Uh, Mark Ludwig will be here to speak about. Uh, Senate Bill 35, which is a parent's rights bill. Um, just a lot to cover today. Uh, so before we do that, we'd like for you to uh, take a couple minutes and look at look at all of our sponsors. And if any of them are um, someone that you can use, uh, please go see them. Tell them you saw saw them on Cancel This Show. Woo-hoo. And uh, we always love it uh, when our uh, sponsors uh, know that you're a listener and you're using them. So Joe, let's go ahead and run the commercials and we'll be right back. Carroll House is the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, It gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands. like Absolutely, yeah. If if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Marco, wait, what? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right, 636-488-4473. Dad and service! Oh yeah, and service. He's in the car! Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. All right, good morning, and we are back on Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Hey, Lizzie, I understand it is a a very uh, day for celebration. It is a day for celebration. Anyone out there that has a little baby that you just are in love with, 
my granddaughter, she turns one today, and I want to shout out from her grandma and from everyone here at Cancel This, Liberty Grace. There's my little Liberty Grace, and I got this picture sent to me this morning from my daughter. It was the cutest thing ever. My daughter and son-in-law knocked on her little door. She was awake when they walked in, and they presented this sweet little baby with her favorite little donut with a candle. And it's just so great. And her name is Liberty Grace. And it's it's for everything that we stand for. Her first name is Liberty, which all of us know it's it's the state of being free within within a society from being oppressive. Like from not, you don't want to be oppressed. And then grace is God's greatest gift. So we are very excited that our Liberty Grace has the privilege to live in America and be one of God's children. So happy birthday, Liberty Grace. Happy birthday, young lady. It looks like you're going to enjoy a nice white chocolate. Or white well, long. Yes. Both I of always her say parents. chocolate long john because it just seems like, you know, yes, yes. you're always like, always have a chocolate long john. Yeah. I don't think we've tried chocolate with her yet. That's probably the only reason why she hasn't had it but little liberty grace she is um yeah her both of her parents who fight the good fight every day took the day off to be with her all day so i won't actually see my grandbaby today i normally do right after the show so i will see her and celebrate with her tomorrow and over the weekend so i just i just had to get that in there so any of you that are grandparents most of you are probably not old enough but if you are it's just the best thing ever you know what? You blink, she'll be 15 pretty soon. Oh, correct, correct. My oldest kid is 31 and my youngest is 14. It's crazy, crazy. I'm with you on the 14-year-old. I have a, I have a 15 and 14. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, your daughter and my middle daughter are the same age. And, yes. But uh, we're, we're, we're experiencing the, the joys of teenagers in high school. So Yes, I, yes. I noticed the other day she had a wonderful job uh, with uh, volleyball and everything. So good luck to her this year in her, Thank uh, you. her endeavors in high school uh, sports. I know that's always She's loving high an school exciting already. time to be and everything. So um, let's go ahead and get going. Let's uh, get lot, going. A lot to get uh, covered today. Gosh, we have a uh, whole bunch to get to. What do you want to get to first? I'll be honest with you. Um, Gosh, there's so much. You guys, we're going to be talking about Trump's trial date was set the day before. Super Tuesday. We're going to talk about the UNC school shooting. Carrie Lake is seriously considering the Senate bid. Violence is breaking out all over New York due to illegals and climate protesters. And there is a cultural revolution going on, which we absolutely know. And it's leading to communism. That's where it's going. <laughs> Helen Handbasket? Helen Handbasket. Absolutely a Helen Handbasket. <laughs> Nothing is surprising me anymore, unfortunately. No, it, nothing. It, it's and you know, and I know you're you're deep in your faith, and Vic is too, folks. If you're if you're of faith, read Revelations. We are living. yes. I mean this this is just every time you, you you just turn on the news or even social media, it's like yeah, this is really happening. I mean, yes, seriously. I mean this is this is crazy. So um, let's start out with a little bit of merch. I know uh, yeah, we've been talk talking about, about that and everything. Um, so right now, and Joe, I apologize for some reason we're having technical difficulties with um, uh, electronic devices. So uh, we can't show the ladies' hats that just came in, uh, but we will definitely get those uh, uh, taken care of. Um, so right now uh, we have just a couple of things to button up at the end uh, to get the uh, the merch store online. Uh, we're going to have tumblers. We're going to have hats. We're going to have T-shirts to start with. Uh, as things kind of progress, we'll probably uh, open it up to maybe like a seasonal um, seasonal item. So 
for instance, you know, for Fourth of July, we might have a a green uh, Kelly Green cancel this shirt. I will Love say that. I will say this for the uh, the hats. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to have a men's. Uh, we'll call it a universal trucker hat because both men and women like Can to use wear it. that. Yeah, very similar to uh, what I'm wearing right now, but also the ladies' ponytail hat, uh, where it has the option to throw your ponytail in the back. We'll have those also. Uh, teacher t-shirts uh, like I'm wearing here. Um, they are fifty-fifty uh, blend uh, polyurethan- uh, polyester, and um, oh, it did come through. Cool. Yes, there it is. Uh, so that's the back of the. Uh, that's the back of the ladies' ponytail hat. Uh, we'll offer them in a uh, like a black charcoal, navy blue, a uh, tan, and they will come with the um, cancel this logo on them. Uh, so we'll have those on the store. Obviously, the trucker hats, the t-shirts. Um, I will tell you this: if you're one of those people that um, you you kind of want to make sure that your t-shirt is that true to fit t-shirt yes these are true to fit this is a large that i'm wearing uh if you're a uh, fan of the gildan t-shirts uh this is the 50 50 blend and it is true to size i will tell you this the um uh, the the logo that we put on the front of it it is a uh, direct transfer logo uh, do not worry about throwing it in your uh, wash machine and throwing your dryer it came out fine and it's still there so um no issues when it goes to washing and drying your 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 cancel this show shirt wear it proud wear it loud uh, i will tell you this um it has not uh, arrived yet but we have a couple of um different designs uh for extra t-shirts uh that will be occasionally popping up on the store so we will let you know uh when a new item comes in it'll probably be for a uh, short period of time so like an exclusive uh cancel this type t-shirt uh, but i'm going to uh put this out there uh, the mugshot t-shirts will be coming I cannot wait. I'm going to wear one. You know, yesterday I had the cancel this shirt on at my daughter's game and a lady came up to me who I know she plays on my daughter's team and I won't say her name though, but she came up to me and says she watches the show and I didn't even know that she watched the show and she said, thank God for the show. She said, because she's been thinking all of these things we've been saying, but she turns on the TV and even mainstream radio and they they only go so far and i said don't be mad at some of the other radio programs they can only go so far doing to the corporations but who to be mad at of course is the regular mainstream radio they're the ones that could go farther and they don't they, they just don't and they lie and they absolutely lie and she by the time she left we were there for hours in the games and then she came up to me afterwards and hugged and she said i feel better i really thought i was going crazy she said i thought that Everything I was thinking, she was she went she went from Maui, you know, to Biden to just e- even even the Republicans, and she's like, I thought everyone was evil. I said they're all evil. Oh, they yeah. are. I said Satan is prowling the earth, and we people that see goodness have got to call out the darkness. We've got to call it out. So she left and she hugged and she's like, thank you for shows. And I gave her a whole list of other shows, not just ours that are out there that are very good. Well, and and what people don't realize is, uh, I I guess I, I, the easiest way to call them is closet conservatives. Correct. There are so many closet conservatives out there and, you know, you know, folks, just wear it loud, wear it proud. If you're a staunch conservative, just come out of the closet and be a an out in the open conservative because you know the more the more of us that we uh, are aware of 
um, then, you know, we don't have to kind of look at each other and like, are, are you one? Uh, but, you know, can't really tell if you're one. You know, just come out, wear it loud, wear it proud, you know. Yes. Get, take the good fight because, you know, we're all in this together. Uh, you know, e- even whatever part of conservatism you are on, you know, hey, we're all here together for the common goal of, correct, of correct. trying to right the ship. Unfortunately, the ship is listing so far to one side. Yes, and, you know, it, it is. It feels like it's going to sink at some point, but... You know, if we all it get, is sinking, we, it we, is sinking. You know, grab your bucket. Let's start getting the water out, and let's all That's get right. on the other side That's real right. quickly and see if we can right this ship. Uh, but you know, unless you get out there and you start talking to other other friends, other family, and even even talk to people that are opposing of you. Uh, uh, yes, we I, need to do more of that. Actually, the problem is 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 don't go after the 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 far far left. Correct. Because correct. you know, it, it's it's like talking to a teenage kids sometimes correct they're just looking at their phone not going to pay attention but find that moderate yeah that you know has some common ground with you and that is willing to have a uh an actual dialogue yes um you know so so find find those people and and you might not persuade them Mm -hmm. uh to come on your side just like they're not going to persuade you to go to their side but you, you might have that common ground portion to where you're like you know what we're all American in this situation. We are. We want what's best for our country. And, you know, I'm going to, uh, to use the, the words of the, uh, the gentleman that, uh, has the, uh, the rich man from rich, uh, rich man north of yes, Richmond. Yes. Yes. You know, it's not the, the, the everyday people. It's the rich man that is north of Richmond, that yeah. 10 square miles of Washington, DC, that is, you know, screwing this country. Well, what do you think about that? Vic and I talked about him for quite a bit yesterday, and there's some people that are angry at him now. There's some Republicans that are angry at him now because they feel that they're the ones that are actually ingesting in his song, and then he just threw them under the bus by saying the song wasn't for any of them, and he blasted the conservatives. Well, I don't know if they're conservatives, the Republicans that were at the debate. But then my, my and I so I get why they're mad, but then if you look at it that way, but I wasn't mad. I just thought he was calling out the deep state, actually. But I, I don't know. What do you think? I'm not an artist by no means. Uh, you know, I, I played music in, in high school and everything. But, you know, artists, have they, when they write a song, they have a specific... Uh, focus. Yeah, they do, and maybe, yeah, maybe so, the Republicans you know, took that focus, and I don't know. Well, in, in you know, so like everything in life, can be bastardized. Yeah, uh, and and, for you, sure. and used for the good of whatever you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if the conservative Republicans looked at this and go, "Oh, we can grab onto this," which one of the other things that uh, uh, we'll be talking about today, and I don't think we have it on the list, but I wanted to throw it out there. Throw it out, um, Joe the plumber. Back in two thousand eight, um, he recently yeah. recently passed away. We'll speak about him earlier. But this, I I, I want to put this into the same category as another Joe Plumber situation. Yeah, where he he is, you know, just jumps out. In the, in the limelight, like immediately has that quote unquote 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. And the question is, will his, will his light fizzle out quickly or, you know, will his music, uh, you want to talk about that right now? Yeah, let's go ahead. That's and up do to this. you. I yeah, didn't yeah. know if I you mean, were queuing you know up what? that video. Or I, yeah, I did. I didn't tell Lizzie about this, but you know what? Uh, I like surprises. Let, let, let me let me run this before we play the video. So if, if you are uh, been under a rock since um, 2008, uh, Joe the plumber uh, was a 
He was best known for facing off with Barack Obama over a small business tax when uh, Barack was running for president in 2008. Um, the backstory is he was playing catch uh, football in his yard, and apparently uh, Obama was in a, uh, a neighborhood just outside of... Um, I'm not sure what major city, but it was a small city in Ohio, and and Joe was playing uh, a catch with his son and and walked over to Obama, and uh, this was on October 12, 2008. Uh, Joe, if we'll go ahead and click that video, it's a it it's it basically tells the tale of what it is. Yes, sir. What's your name? Name's Joe Worselbach. Good to see you, Joe. I'm getting ready to buy a company that yeah. uh, makes 200, about 250, 200, uh, 70, 80 thousand dollars a year. All right. Your new tax plan is going to tax me more, isn't it? Well, here's what's going to happen. The uh, if you're a small business, which you would call, yes. first of all, you get a 50 percent tax credit, so you get a cut in taxes for your health care. So you would actually get a tax cut on that front. If your revenue is above 250, then from the 250 down, your taxes are going to stay the same. It is true that for say 250 up from 250 to 300 or so. Well, here's my question. Well, hold on, say, I, I just want to answer your question. The, uh, so the uh, so for that additional amount, you go from 36 to 39 percent, which is what it was under Bill Clinton. Yeah. So the uh, and the reason we're doing that is because 95 percent of small businesses make less than 250. And so what I want to do is give them a tax cut. I want to give all these folks who are yeah, bus drivers, teachers, auto workers who make less. I want to give them a tax cut. And so what we're doing is we are saying that for folks who make more than 250, that that marginal amount above 250, they're going to be taxed at a 39 instead of a 36 percent rate. Well, the reason why I ask you about the American dream, right. I mean, I've worked hard. I'm a plumber. Well, you, you know, I, I work, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, buying this company, and I'm going to continue to work that way. Right. Now, if I buy another truck and add right. something else to it and, you know, build the company, right. you know, I'm getting taxed more and more. Well, you're fulfilling, fulfilling the American dream. So well, you're, here, but here's, 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 here's a way of thinking about it. Um, how, how long have you been a plumber? How long have you been working? Uh, 15 years. Okay. So over the last 15 years, mm -hmm. when you weren't making 250 you would have been getting a tax cut from me. So you'd actually have more money, which means you would have saved more, which means that you would have gotten to the point where you could build your small business quicker than under the current tax code. So there are two ways of looking at it. I mean, one way of looking at it is now that you've been more, become more successful. Through hard you, work. Through hard work, you don't want to be taxed as much. Exactly. I, which I understand. But another way of looking at it is 95% of folks who are making less than 250, they may be working hard too. Yeah. But they're being taxed at a higher rate than they would be undermined. So, so what I'm doing is, you know, project, put yourself back 10 years ago when you were only making whatever, mm -hmm. 60 or 70. Under my tax plan, you would be keeping more of your paycheck. You'd be having lower taxes, which means that you would have saved and gotten to the point where you are faster. Now, look, I don't... Nobody likes high taxes, no, not right? Of course not. So unless you're Democrats, what's happened is correct. They like them. They like. They like. High they taxes do like taxes for folks like me who make a lot more than two fifty. Mm -hmm. We haven't. He was a, a smooth talker. And as well, you know that old saying. You know when a politician's lying. For when they're talking, when their mouth's open, the when their mouth is open, kind of sounds like Vivek. You know what? It sounds a lot like Vivek. Yes, we were talking about. You guys were talking about that the other day. Yes. 
I'm going to cut taxes a little Let's bit. Let's go ahead and just cut it because, you know, it's the same political bullshit that they always talk about. That's exactly right. And I agree with Joe. And and there's a lot of people that like Vivek. And I, and I know we hit this hard yesterday, so we won't hit it too hard today. But, you know, there's a lot of people that like him because they think that all the way, way back, he was questioning just like Joe the plumber. But when you really research him, he really just screams Barack Obama to me. Yeah. And again, this has nothing to do with Barack Obama. Or Vivek, it, this is goes back to what you were saying about the. Uh, and I apologize, I'm terrible with the guy's name, the singer, um, the the redheaded bearded dude, Oliver, uh, Oliver, Oliver. Yeah. Um, so as, as for when the Republicans are are, gra- are gravitating to uh, Oliver's song, yes, you know, Oliver may not have even had an, any inclination that this was going to be a political whatever. He just was pissed off about the rich men right. worth of Richmond. And, yeah. and, and, you know, just like Taylor Swift will, she'll write it. Yeah, I get it. No, I don't. Get okay, Joe. No, it. say it. Go say it. it. Go for it. Say it, Joe. Say it. How do you write a song like that and not expect it to go political? That's that's what I thought, too. It's sure. going to go political, especially, yeah. you know, with Bud Light and everything that everybody's been talking about. That should not have been a political song, but it is these days. Don't be naive and think that it's, that it's not. And there's not a liberal that is ingesting in his his song right now. This is all conservatives. But I and that may not be what he intended. His intent was all the deep state, so on. But but you know what? He will bud light himself. Oh yeah. If if he ostracizes himself. Well, and, and like you were saying, you know Or doesn't pick a side like well, Vic said yesterday. Unfortunately, this day and age if you don't pick a side, yeah. You you're kind of, you know, your boat's in the middle and it is going to sink. And yeah. so, you know, in this case here, you know, he says he's not a, uh, a he's not choosing political sides. Okay, be a libertarian. You know, yes, I can, yes. You know, if somebody asked me what do I consider myself? I consider myself a libertarian, a conservative libertarian. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things that you know I, I am very conservative on, but when it comes to certain things, you know what? Stay out of my pocket. I'm not a big yeah. government type person. Yeah. You know, if, if you wanna you wanna partake in your in your marijuana and all the rest of it, fine, go ahead. Yeah. To each is their own. And and I I know this is probably going to uh you know step on the toes of some really staunch conservatives. I'm a guy. Unfortunately I have no idea what it what it's like to be a woman in a situation that, you know, may be pregnant. While I personally, personally, and my family personally, we 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 are not pro choice. Right, but, but you, but, but you, the libertarian side of you says yeah. the woman has a right but, to choose. Know, that, that 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 portion of me says. And I get where people sorry. think like I, that. I can't. I can't tell somebody else. Yeah. What to do, especially in a situation that we're probably going to have to go through. And when I say we, I talk about those that are going to comply. Right. With this whole, you know, COVID two point Well, and that's the thing. I think most people think like you. I am staunch pro-life. However, that being said, Republicans have got to wake up on that issue because so many people are telling me that's the issue that's, that could make Republicans lose because a lot of people are very pro-life. I am myself. And then that's like a one a one issue thing. My, mine is just, you know, like Alex is saying, Declaration of Independence speaks of the right to life. So I'm with Alex on that, but I mean that's not what and, we were going to talk and about. I, and, I, and I and I agree 100. percent And I don't want to get off on that tangent, but it was it was so it was so refreshing. Um, my my pastor this uh, this Sunday at church in his in his uh, uh, sermon, <clears throat> you know, he brought up the 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 point. He said he he said 
if you had an abortion, Jesus still loves you. Oh, Jesus, we need to love Jesus, on yeah, that person. Jesus is there. But he also said in the same breath, over 2 million children were aborted during the COVID lockdown. And those could be 2 million people that are in the job force in 20 years. Think about that. Yeah, wow. Think that's, about that. That says a you lot know, you have when you millions put it in that of perspective. Job, you have millions of jobs you know, that need to be filled, yes. but yet we we don't give ourselves the opportunity to have the people to fill those jobs. Well, and, and I, I, I never sorry, looked at I, it that I'm sorry, way. I went on a tangent. That's all right. Really, we always go on know, left tangents. Field. But, but, but that's a really profound way to look at that. And I think we need to do a better job as a society to making the, the male have, and we're going to be talking about this later with Mark, letting men have rights. A lot of times abortions happen out of just sheer fear and desperation of, of often young people. And then the guy wants the baby and the girl doesn't. I mean, that's just another whole thing. And that's something that we really need to prey on. That's my heart aches for anyone that had an abortion who years later wish they had the baby. So, I mean, I don't hate people who had an abortion. I actually just feel so sorry for them actually it's crazy how we went from joe the plumber to oliver to this <laughs> i know uh, i know but, back but to, like jay said it's not birth control no. it's, it's not birth control so i mean back to the back to the joe and oliver situation yeah joe was a flash in the pan you know 15 minutes of fame yes he w went on the the trail which i mean if you compare the two of them mm -hmm. they're very very similar you know you had a you had a guy just pop into the to the limelight yes he, unfortunately his 15 minutes of fame was literally about 15 minutes um on you know and and so you know joe came out and he was on the trail with with uh, McCain and and Palin, uh, and then he tried to run for election in Congress in Ohio, uh, and unfortunately uh, he got slaughtered in that. But you know, it, it's one of those things where I just want to bring up him because you know, at the age of forty nine, cancer, you know, it hit close to me, yeah. cl hit close to home, and you know, so um, you know, cancer sucks. And, yeah. uh, but how, how, how 15 minutes of fame can, you know, you as an individual, and, and I think what really struck me about this is, is we always say, well, just little old me, mm -hmm. well, little old you can take a step forward and question. Just right. Just, just little all, old us. He, yeah. he literally stepped forward and asked a question. Mm -hmm. It just so happened that he was talking probably to the most influential, powerful person at that time that would answer the question. Right. But, you know, hey, step out. Talk to your local official. Talk to your state official. You know, learn, you know, like you said, you know, Mark, who's going to be on here later, he has stepped out multiple times and talked with his state officials. And by doing so, you know, it, it takes hard work. So he got there and, and kept pressing and pressing and pressing. And lo and behold, finally got... Right, you know, got got the the football past the end goal, and that's and that's awesome. And so that something very big happened, and because part of the society why there's a problem is men are purposely trying to be erased from the family structure, and that's very sad, very very sad. So that was my uh, your flash in the that, pan. That was my flash in the pants. Your, 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 Sorry your about that. Flash in the no, but that's good. I mean that 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 was really <clears throat> a good analogy between Oliver. And Joe the plumber that were flash in the pans, but could be making a difference. And let's see if Oliver is just going to go back to the backwoods where he said he's from. And that's not me saying anything mean. 
and he now just steps back because he can. He's got probably what forty thousand a day. Yeah, take so, the money and run, brother. Take yeah, the money the, and run. But that will disappear if he screws the people, the very people who. And I'm not saying he's screwing them, but if he disowns the people who are buying his record, it all depends on if he's there for the high, the high and mighty dollar, or if he's there truly for the the, the sense of what he wrote. That's correct. That, that's that, correct. That, that will tell the the whole truth and the tale of yeah. of what's actually going on there. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <sighs> don't tell my wife that. <laughs> okay. Well, don't tell David that either. <laughs> David's probably watching. My wife's not. She's working right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. He, he, try, he tries to. I don't see him on here today. I think he's, you know, if you're, not working from home. Today. If you just jumped in, yes, this is not Vic Faust. This is Derek Pratt, the merch guy, along with Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe on the uh, boards back there. And uh, we are we just uh, just jumped in and we're talking about different subjects today. So um, one of the things uh, we we were speaking with last night, I was talking to Lizzie on the text and everything. There's a brand new law here in the state of Missouri. Brand, brand new, new law. law. The brand new law is called the Sidens Binding uh, or Benning Hands Free Law. Um, there are multiple states uh, that have laws similar to this. Um, Joe, I think I sent you a couple of, uh, screenshots of, uh, I think there's two of them, of uh, different, uh, things that are going to be going over, but a uh, little backstory on this one, because, uh, yeah, it's also known as the phone down law or whatever. Yes. The phone down, so, the hands free. So how this all came to, to be was, uh, a Kansas city widow, uh, pushed for a law after her husband and another, uh, gentleman who is the Sidens and Binning, the, the two last names, uh, they were killed by removing uh, removing debris on an interstate in, um, uh, on the west side of the state. Uh, previously, Missouri had a law banning drivers uh, under 21 uh, from using their phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, okay, I get it, but we all know it's a distraction. Uh, so, so what this law does here... Um, Tell you what, yeah, this is the one. So what this law does is is all drivers, all drivers shall not hold or support a phone or any other wireless device while driving. You can have Bluetooth or voice activated features, uh, GPS or other uh, hands-free devices. Um, you shall not manually type, so no texting, no emailing, no liking on Facebook or sending this or that. Um, so you can't have any any type sending or reading a text device, and you shall not watch, record, post, send, or broadcast a movie or video. So if you're doing TikToks in your car while you're driving right. in the state of Missouri, you can't do that anymore. Well, you, if you're well, doing that, you're an idiot anyway. Yes, yeah, you yeah, you are just an idiot. And I don't know what I think about that. I know that the law, I, apparently tickets or any violations are not going to be come evidence so to speak where you'd have to pay money for the fine until 2025 yes, i believe correct uh from what i was reading uh, uh just to give you an idea penalties will be uh, anywhere between uh for first time offense 150 dollars up to uh, oh yeah there it is uh, joe's put it up there first offense 100 up to 150 second up to 250 the third up to 500 fine uh, but the caveat on this is drivers can face criminal charges for crashes that result in private property damage or any property damage, injury, or death. And in this situation, the mm-hmm. reason this law has came to a larger fruition is because two individuals were struck down because a young lady or a woman 
was distracted due to her phone, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, what, and what, a lot of people... Oh, go ahead, Joe. What if you have one of those fancy Teslas and auto drive gets you into an accident? You know what? That's, I, that's interesting. I, th- I thought about that last night, and... and the, you can have a hands-free device, like you can have your Bluetooth right. in, you just can't be holding the device. But that's a really good question, Joe, is what happens if your car malfunctions and then goes to an accident? I don't know that there's a law in the books for uh, what, that yet. What happens not, if not your in the car Midwest. is hands-free? <laughs> that was what I was right. saying. Well, well, because the Tesla, your hand, you are hands-free. Well, you know some lawyer is going to fight that one. Oh, well, this is a hands-free device. Well, no, I'm sorry, but... You're putting yourself behind. I mean, I don't know what the weight is on a Tesla, but I know I drive a Yukon, and that's about a couple tons. I would imagine yeah. with those batteries. Batteries, I'd be probably weighs more than my Yukon. And uh, I've seen some serious damage happen with you know a, a Yukon and a, a car the size of a Tesla. Uh, you can you can do some serious damage. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, one of the things I was doing when I was doing a little bit of research in, on this is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was driving around Eureka where I live, and one of my friends that's a police officer over there, he stopped in to get some gas, so I followed him, and I wanted to ask his opinion. You know, tell me what you, you know, what, as a police officer, you're seeing. Yeah. And, and that's what he said. He said, you know, this is one of those things to where we're not going to be able to, um, it, it's a secondary offense. Right. It's not like, like right. a big, yeah. big offense. Like, like so... And, and and I'm not going to speak on behalf of police officers, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put my police officer cap on for a moment. If they're driving next to you and you have your phone in your hand and you're scrolling or doing whatever, mm-hmm. they're not going to pull you over for that. But you know what they're going to get you for? What distracted driving? Oh, of course. But you know what? Glenn says on the chat line, can you listen to cancel this on your phone while driving? Absolutely. That's not against the law to listen to cancel this. Just, well, you know, in and, 2025, and just, have your earphones And not on. just that. Uh, so on the back of my phone, I uh-huh. have a magnet. And, yes. and I have a magnet mount in my car. And I always keep my, uh, my Bluetooth earbuds. So when I'm driving to take uh, my son to school or something mm-hmm. like that, I actually have cancel this on Facebook Live. Um and, and I'm following along, and uh, as long as I'm not touching my phone, unfortunately, at the times where I'm driving, I'm not going to be able to comment and or like, but there is a feature that says voice activation, and as long as uh, and you the, can press and, as long as autocorrect doesn't, you know, make me speak Swahili right, on, right. The, uh, on the comments. So if you ever see any of my comments, and it's between, you know, that time where you think I might be driving to take my kids, and it looks like I'm... Uh, uh, speaking a different language, it's auto- you're not speaking it, it, Swahili. It, it, it's it's autocorrect. There you go. Well, you know what else you can do is when you're driving and say it's not from eight to ten, and you want to listen to it that you missed the show that day. You can go back on one of our audio apps, and they're really easy to press and run them through the Bluetooth in your car. Matter of fact, uh, whenever we go down to Branson, so I don't have uh-huh. to listen to the kids' uh, videos and all that, I put on uh, on my uh, my podcast, and I will sit there and uh, I usually get through about two, one and a half to maybe. Two two full podcasts mm-hmm. uh, from my house to Branson. Yeah. And so I can catch up on all of the... Uh, all of the coolness. All, all of the ones on. that I've missed. And or if I, you know, I watched it earlier and I'm like, wait a minute, what did we talk... What did they talk about that day? Go back and listen. You know, uh, you don't have to always be on live with us. Um, but uh, the one the one really thing that kind of impressed me when I was reading uh, about this new law is they interviewed the, the wife of Mr. Benning. Uh, and um, she also... Uh, is a person of faith, and she said that her and her kids were able to um, hug and forgive 
the the young lady that uh, was the cause of the accident. And and, and what really struck me oh. again as a person of faith is she said she said everything happens for a reason, and she said this law goes into effect on eight twenty eight. And it just so happens her and her husband's favorite Bible verse was Romans oh. eight twenty eight, and, and and what Romans eight twenty eight says: all things work together for good. The third ground of encouragement that saints in suffering and now given to those under God, providence, all things, even their sorrows, trials, and uh, precautionists work together for blessings. So wow, something profound, something something so distraught yes you know she she didn't look at it as is this this negative oh my husband woe is me so on mm-hmm. and so forth this lady and her family had the had had the love inside of them to one forgive this person i i, I don't know if i would have that i would hope right. that i would have yeah. the fortitude to, to forgive but the fact that she comes out and says all things work together for good mm-hmm. there's always something there is. That, and, that, and it'd be really out. hard when your loved one dies like that. That would be really hard to be positive. <laughs> very but much so. scripture is very clear. Very much so. And, there, and, the, and the more I see what's going on in the world, the less I believe in any coincidences. So that makes, that's like a message from God right there. Definitely. Now, now folks, if you're, in the, if you're in Missouri or if you're driving through Missouri, please, you know, for one, keep your eyes on the road because we all want to get to where we're going safely. But two, don't... Don't think, oh my God, I'm going to get pulled over and I'm going to get a fine for this automatically. No, you just get it's a, a se- It's a secondary offense. Yeah. So yeah. You're, going to, you're going to be pulled over for something else first and you're probably, Correct. Going, to, you're probably Correct. going to get a ticket for that. Yes. But I think the police officers, especially what, when I was talking to my friend yesterday, he said the first thing what we want to do is we want to educate. And it's all about educating. You know, um, you know the, the new, the younger group, my daughter is 15, just got her permit last Friday. Um, and so the one thing I told her when we go out driving, I said, no phone. You put your phone down. Mm-hmm. It, it's a distraction. No radio. You know, let, let's keep our eyes on the road. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say, do what I say, not as I right, do. Right, I know. Because, I know. you know, it's feels like as a as an, an adult I have so many distractions along with the kids in the car but you know it, it's it's just getting from point A to point B safely yes and you can still have accessibility to your device but do it in a safe manner uh, to where everybody else on the road you know if we all if we all kind of work together in this to keep that out of our hands. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm attached to this thing. And I guarantee, Lizzie, you're probably the same. Oh, way I, I am. am. I am, unfortunately, or fortunately, the way you look at it. You know what else is happening? And, and you guys, you know, whether you're from the Midwest, tell us on the chat line what you think about this. I know what they're cracking down on. I know like the state of Illinois already when you buy your car, and it kind of is going along with what you're talking about. They have, they have their sales tax like rolled right into their car. In the state of Missouri, they're, they're, that's about ready to happen. I think a law is about ready to pass. Don't quote me on that one. But I do know that there is a mayor in the St. Charles County area. He wants to um, scan people's license plates. And literally, this this actually irks me. And you guys tell me what you think. I'm not saying that people should drive around with expired tax. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Okay, guys. However, do you like Big Brother watching and snitches? Uh, you got to be aware of the of the snitches. And what I mean by that is the mayor of St. Charles City is asking. 
people to take pictures of people's license plates and send it in so they can be the Gestapo and basically knock on your door or come up to your car and gotcha. Now, I'm not saying you should be driving around with that. I'm not a proponent of paying a bunch of taxes either, though. I, I do. My cars are all licensed. However, now Mary says she thinks it's good that she's tired of seeing expired plates. And I get that, too. I, I, I get that, too, that it's annoying that we have to pay it and other people's don't. And like Bindi's saying, it's a slippery slope. You go across the bridge and everybody has expired plates, it seems, and then you go on the other side, we're all paying our taxes. And this is true all over the nation. You'll see typically the red counties, good, you know, law-abiding citizens who pay their taxes. And then you go into a blue area and where they love taxes, but nobody pays it. I'm not sure what I like about tattling on your neighbor though i got one caveat to that one nazism it seems it, like to if me. this mayor wants you to take a picture of someone yeah. else's license plate according to this law you can't do it you well okay can't, well can't that'd be you good can't touch your phone yeah that'd be so, good so mr mayor if you're if you're watching us this morning sorry to be the bearer of bad news your uh your, your whole thing about taking somebody's uh, license plate picture you can't touch your phone i just want to say anybody who is um motivated to take a picture of somebody's license plate just stop snitching yeah that, that's what i think just stop snitching i mean what kind of person does that i mean i get we don't want to pay i've them. done i've done it but it's more of the fact but did that, you turn it in oh I mean, no 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 i there, get there, taking it to be funny oh there, there i do there's a facebook page for expired license I, that's and, and funny it's a, to me and it's too. a game to see who who can find the oldest one out there yes yes and i get you know as don is saying it's our civic duty and that's what they the what they want us to believe is that taking you know a third of our paycheck and giving it to the blowhard, you know, politicians and for them to do whatever they want to do. And I and I do understand there's some taxes we need to pay for roads and yada yada yada. But I do agree with Jay, and I said it early. It's it is Gestapo tactics. I mean, it's just and that is fearful. And this is a red county, and that is something that's you know the mayor wants to do I, I, be care be beware of i you know beware of the tattletale beware of what you ask for too yeah beware of because, what you ask uh, for. what's that what's that old saying those who lives in glass houses should not throw rocks well because i guarantee mr mayor might have a expired tag or something like that on accident on one of his cars and if somebody takes a picture of his yes is he going to pay the piper Yes, absolutely. And like Jay again is saying on the chat line, they know, they know whose cars are expired. Like if you bought, they already know, but it is a way to get money. You guys, you know, many of you who follow my Facebook page saw that, you know, I had to pay a buttload of money because I didn't have a front license plate. And then they tried to tack on a whole bunch of other things too. And it was my fault. And what I mean by it's my fault, I I didn't have it on. That is the law, but I just didn't like the way it looked on the front of my car and blah, blah, blah. My daughter-in-law did too. How many years did you go without having a license plate before you got caught? Oh, years. Okay. Years and years and years and years and years. I went through four cars without a. <laughs> without I mean, one years and years. Part. And then I. So now I'm looking. Okay. So I'm doing the same thing. I'm looking. And I. But I would never tell. They don't have a front plate. They don't have a front plate. They don't have a front plate. And so I get people wanting to have that feeling. But I. But my point, though, was like, 
badass. You don't have a front plate. <laughs> well, Look at you not Jessica, getting caught. Jessica on the text line, she said uh, she might be reaching, but uh, wondering if a percentage of these people aren't keeping their plates current. Are they the same people that are not insuring? I will bet. A, oh, I, will, I bet. If I had, a, if, right. if I got a paycheck every week, I'd bet the whole month that says the same people that don't have a license plate. Yeah. Don't have insurance. And what Correct. scares me even more is if I see somebody in a Mercedes or one of these lovely expensive cars that I can't afford that are driving around with an expired tag. First of all, they probably can't pay their sales tax to begin with because. You know, I, I can't even do it on a thirty-five thousand dollar car, much less a ninety-five thousand dollar car. But the fact is, are they the uninsured also? You so, know, I, I would guess that's the case. I, I would, don't think that somebody who doesn't have a front license plate. Oh, not the front license plate, but I'm talking but, about the, the, the yeah. expired tax. Guarantee it. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to to lay down a fat stack of money that yeah. says those who don't have a actual license plate or yeah. paid taxes. Yeah, they're probably it's not running around with it. Probably one yeah. of the reasons why they don't have their correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yes. No. That well, I know when you go to the DMV, they ask you for uh, at least uh, one year of personal property tax, which they have in the system now. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to bring that paper with you. Uh, but two, they always ask you for a current, current. Yeah. Current, folks. Current. Current. And the reason I say current is because I had one that was a year expired in my wallet, even though I have insurance right now. Yeah. And the lady looks at me and she goes, this isn't current. I go, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Donna's saying a lot of expired tags, they have warrants. They probably do have warrants, but a lot of those tags that are like really far out expired are stolen. Oh, yeah. So what do they do with those people? I mean, it's just, you know, it's the wild, wild west. What do you got, Joe? I think the DMV actually has access to, like, they're able to look it up to see if you have insurance on that vehicle for the VIN number and everything. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I think think that's something they can look up. Um, Yes. And that, too, is a slippery soap. Do you want them in there looking at it? Because I would be the one, okay, say they went there and looked in it, and they'd be like, okay, yeah, that Lizzie Sparks, her license plate is expired. And I've done that one time, got, you know, had an expired plate by a day, because I didn't get the card. I'm not making excuses but i was used to getting a card and a police officer pulled me over and i explained to him i didn't get a card and he's like and he did let me go but he's like you know you really have 30 days he told me at that point your yeah. license can be and he goes yours is so you're within that 30 days i just wanted to let you know because we're not sending out cards anymore that was several years back i don't know i still get a card for mine yeah, i don't get a card matter of fact when uh when my daughter got her uh, permit and everything the lady even asked would you like us to either send you a card or an email reminding you of uh when your license is due to be uh, expiring and i looked at my daughter i go card card please send a card Yeah, i, I like that <laughs> tangible tangible card too my wife is the type that still likes to get a paper bill in the mail yeah, it's you, yeah. Can, you can keep track of things if you. It, it's it's that old adage of if it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, and you know, even though in the state of Missouri we our license, uh, driver's license, uh, expire on our birthday at whatever year correct, it is. Correct. Um, nobody pays attention to that. No, they don't. And I do like the paper. I ran my businesses for years. People just drove them crazy. Yes, it got inputted into the computer, but I still had it all paper. Oh, yeah. Just all paper to pencil. I'm just, you know. Again, folks, this is Derek Pratt along with Lizzie Sparks, ProJo on the boards. Um, Lizzie, I know we've been talking about all different things. So uh, one of the things we, one of the things that really stood out to me last night when you were talking is um, 
Trump's trial date. Right. What do you think about that one? Are they trying to give it to us? I mean, right. <laughs> can you give this on a? It, 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 did I read that right? Is it the day before Super Tuesday or is it the day after Super Tuesday? It's the day before. Day Super before Tuesday. So correct. They're taking the guy who has the highest percentage in the Republican Party right now. Correct. And on Super Tuesday. We vote for our candidate. Correct. So there. Well, do we though? No, 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 no. We. Do. <laughs> but what I'm saying it's is, a... I don't think in Missouri. You guys let me know on the chat line that we get to vote in our primary. I, well, I go to the ballot and I. I we always have, but I, I think I this year we don't get to. Well, is it like Iowa to where you caucus? I, 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 yeah, I, I, don't... I think we're getting caucuses. This uh, is... caucuses, caucus. We cockeye. We got... <laughs> Do we caucuses? Is that the plural version? Of yeah. It? Do we caucuses? We, we I don't know. To caucuses. We are caucuses. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't understand the whole how they do it in Iowa. I know um, just from what the news shows you, it's one of those you all you know get in. You know, so if if you're in you're in St. Charles area, I'm in your yeah. area. We all go to the local local yokel tavern or whatever or the the meeting spot, and you know everybody for so and so. You stand on this side of the room, and everybody for so and so stand on this side of the room, and you all get in your own little pods. Correct. And. Uh, did you know that Missouri, that this I do know, I was at a big political thing not too terribly long ago, and they were saying, we've really never had a choice anyway. They literally had picked our candidate from this caucus, and that this year, they're literally telling us, you don't have a say, you can vote between Republican and de Democrat, but you do not get to vote in the primary. Now, it depends on your state, and yeah. if your state does it. Missouri, I think we're pretty safe here. I think we're going to get, you know, Trump, I think. I would I, I mean, I would I, so. there would be a revolt. There would be a civil war right in the middle of Missouri in the Midwest if we didn't have that done. We don't use the Dominion voting machines, do we? I don't think well, we didn't. Um, well, it depends. Some areas did. Some areas, I, Some I know areas used the Dominion. Where, where, where I vote locally... Um, I give them. What's weird is they, you know, they always ask you for your ID, and yet, you know, we cannot have. You know, they they gripe and moan about, oh, we got to have an ID to vote. Right. But you know, the first thing that they do when I walk in to mm -hmm. go vote is, your ID, sir. <laughs> yeah. And I always joke with them, be like, I don't need an ID. Apparently, you know, the government says that it's not mandatory that I have an ID to vote because they're not making everybody else do it. And yeah. the guy looks at me. You know, good friend of mine lives down the street, and he goes. Derek, I know who you are. I go, yeah, so you don't need my ID. He goes, unfortunately, we got to scan your ID. I'm like, okay, fine, scan my ID. Because you know what? At the end of the day, at least I know that somebody else cannot come in and take my vote away. Right, right. Um, but, you know, we, we do it the old-fashioned way with the little bubbles uh -huh. like we did back in school. And, you know, but, but Robert's right. It's not, we're not really getting into all that today, but he's right. It's not necessarily the machine. Oh, yeah. It's the software. Yeah. It, it is the software that they use. I always, I always make the joke and, and usually I have one of my kids there, uh -huh. uh, especially, you know, if they're not in school that day, which I think, um, especially for large, uh, large voting times, especially in the November and everything, the kids are off school. Um, caveat to that. I don't think they should have any voting inside any public schools. That's just my personal opinion, but that is, you know, a slippery slope there. Have a community center or a church or, you know, just something else besides a school where it comes to the voting situation. Um, but 
I always tell them, you know, when my kids are there, I always make the joke. I go, all right, kids. So when you put your ballot in here, you listen further. And that means it shred. That means <laughs> I do that, that again. That, do again. And that means it shreds your ballot. And, you know, the, you know that that's how they that's how they beat you. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it's funny is if if the, the the man or lady that is sitting there and usually they're they're an older older folk yeah um, retired and and they look at you like really I'm like seriously it's a joke I mean, yeah I, I, for one that thing's not shredding my ballot right I said right but it feels like it as a voter sometimes you know it feels like my you might I might as well just crumple it up and toss it in the trash because at the end of the day, you're right. I, I don't. I think we we walk through the process of voting. Correct. You know the rah rah. I'm an American. Uh, it's my yeah. civil duty. But at the end of the day, yeah. I still I still question it. Do, I, I, does our vote count? I think that's where no matter where you're at in the United States, you have to really get at the local level because you because we do have control at all of our local levels, not on the federal things, but the local things we do, like school boards, which there's a lot of big things coming up with school boards, you know, uh, you know the taxes in our area and so on and so forth. But I think that's where we have to pick the people in the caucus to begin with that we have to place our trust. I'm not saying to trust them. I'm not saying to not go after them and give your opinion. But those are the people that make our decisions. So I'm, I'm wondering that situation there because we have, you know, obviously electors to, Correct. to yes. go to the electoral college. Mm-hmm. I wonder if in our state um, and, and I believe uh, on who was it? Aaron on the chat line. He said, we are a super Tuesday open primary, which he is correct. We are. Um, and he said, wish we would do a caucus. And, and, and I don't know. I, I, I've never participated in a caucus. So I'm always interested in finding what would be the best way to get people involved because that's one of the biggest things that irks me. I'm 42 years old. One of the things my parents, and we actually learned it. We learned it in school that voting was a civic duty and that you should, you know, right or left, good or bad. Yeah. If you don't vote, you can't bitch. Right. And and a lot of times the ones that bitch the loudest are the ones that are didn't not even voting. Vote. Yeah. They and didn't so, even vote. And so, you know, that, that's one of the other things. Folks, parents, instill in your kids when you are legal age uh, to vote, they can draft you, especially right. especially gentlemen. They can draft you because you have to sign a draft card still. Could you imagine being dressed? Say you do not want to be in the military and you get drafted knowing that your commander in chief is Joe, the ice cream, Biden. Could you imagine? I mean, I, I love the military and I, we're from, you know, military family. However, I would not want any one of my children in there right now. And I have some great patriotic friends that their kids are in there right now. And they do not like it. So could you, but, and they, but they chose to go there. Could you imagine not wanting to be in the military right now? And the military is not the same military. I mean, they're, as we all know, they're doing DEI and, you know, all these social justice programs. And even in our local police departments, they have to go through that BS. 
I wish my dad was here to ask them that question because he yeah. was one of those uh, Vietnam guys. Yeah. You know, so yeah, kinda, my dad too. Uh, we got we got to think about it. You know, I, I believe what was it, uh, John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson, and it was probably more Lyndon Johnson than it was Kennedy because Kennedy was trying to keep us out of the war, and right. and Johnson uh, apparently had uh, uh, his stronghold hand in in a, a load of cash. Yes. Uh, which you know, all good politicians. Some people really yeah. liked him, but that, now we know the truth about so, him. You know, but. You know, if you if you uh, if you talk to a a, um, a Vietnam veteran, you know, if you have a Vietnam veteran or you're a friend or family member of a Vietnam veteran, that's a great question to ask them. How did you feel if you were drafted? Now, in I know in my dad's case, he was drafted, and when he found out that his number came up, he immediately. Because my grandfather was uh, military, also, my my grandfather told my dad, "Go to the army quickly now, go, mm-hmm. go." And mm-hmm. and so my dad went and went to the the closest army recruiter. That way, he at least had a choice in where he was going to be. Because if you know, it, it, from what my dad says, they basically line you up and you went one, two, one, two, one, yeah. two, and, and yeah. you either went you went. Army, Marines, Army, Marines, Navy, Army, Marines. And, and it, it was just kind of like picking wow. teams in baseball. You're on this team. You're on that team. We have no idea what your skill is. We just need a warm body with a gun. Yeah. And yeah. and so. Yeah. yeah, but if they would now, they're running to take the gun. They're wanting to take. Well, the not guns. just that. These kids these days. I mean. They don't even know how to shoot. You've got to, you've got, even if you're not. They're scared of it. They are. They're scared of it. They're scared of it. They are. They're very, well, so, but they've been taught in school. You know, I, I remember seeing teachers that I used to work with back in the day. A little boy would go pew, 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 oh, you pew, pew. If you do this in school. They would be sent to the office. If, if, folks, if you use your finger and your thumb as yeah. they pretend in elementary school. Yeah. Elementary school. Yeah. Two day suspension. Yes. No questions asked. Yes. Two days suspension. That is crazy. Folks, adults, it's a finger. It's not loaded. Right. It's fine. But they would. I remember sitting in the classroom and a teacher would be walking down the hall, grabbing little Johnny down the hall. And I was like, what did little Johnny do? I'm thinking, you know, cursed out a teacher, yeah. smacked another kid. Pew, pew. No, he did pew, 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 yeah, pew. He, he and I'm pl- like, what? You're going to send him to the principal's office for that? Just say Johnny. And she goes, well, what do you say? I, I just tell them that there's a time or place for guns. Sure. And that, you know, if your, your daddy has a gun and I wasn't allowed to say, oh, yeah, we have guns at home. But I would just say, oh, there's a time and place that we just don't have guns in school. but you can pretend to do that at home that's really great little johnny but instead these kids were chastised and see that's another way of trying to take testosterone levels of men and squash it to make little johnny the removal of masculinity yes exactly the removal of masculinity and the fact that we're 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 raising (laughs) i'm part of the i'm not part of the problem i'm part of the group that is raising kids and so are you yeah uh that it's (sighs) It's the participation trophy award winner. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I remember so, the first time that came out. My son was 31, and I thought my husband was going to lose it. He was on a little kindergarten baseball team, and this was, gosh, 25 years ago or so, and they got done, and they lost. Their team just sucked. It was My, my son was the pitcher. He was not good or whatever, and he was like, but, Daddy, I still want to pitch, and my, and my husband was like, nope, son, that's just not your gift, or we need to go home and do it better, and somebody came up and gave him a little trophy anyway and he's like dad look I still want a trophy he goes my husband took the trophy and he goes you did not deserve that trophy because you kind of sucked out there I'll be honest with you um, if you ever meet my daughters ask, yeah. ask them about the trophy thing it's it's ridiculous they, they do not have their participation trophies 
Well, they well, that's they why they melt so- down. They yeah. both played soccer. Uh, now, I, I will tell you this. Uh, my oldest daughter, very athletic um, and everything. So when she got her participation trophy, because it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a league to where, you know, there was a, a winner take all. It wasn't competitive. Yeah. Um, so in that, in that situation there, I told her, I said, I said, Bevan, I said, this trophy does not mean that you just got a trophy because I signed you up and paid. Mm-hmm. I said, this trophy right here is, it is due to the fact that you put in the hard work as yes. a little kid yes. and, and you, you know, scored goals, you had fun, the whole nine yards, the difference is now that she's older, I can really explain to her and be like, yeah, this really was a participation trophy, but you weren't in a league to where you were going for, you know, the, the world cup of kids, <laughs> world cup of kids. Yes. So, oh, uh, yeah, here we that- go close to the nine o'clock hour. Uh, still waiting on Vic. He should be here uh, anytime soon. Um, before, uh, Lizzie, how about we take a break and we'll, uh, we'll see if our, you want to run the sponsors or you want to wait till Vic gets here to do that? Or you want to just continue just, on? Just our keep track? on rolling. Okay. Just keep uh, on rolling. Vic can do it. And if Vic comes in later and we don't want to do it in the middle, we'll, we'll do them at the end. We will definitely get to that. So super Tuesday, back to that real quick. I think the Democrats are handing it to us. That's my personal. Good. Point. And, and you know Good. what? Conservatives, Republicans, uh, you know, they're, they're, it's a political coup in my opinion. So get out there, use your use your God given right to vote. Yeah. Place your place your ballot for who you want to see. It doesn't matter if it's the same person that I want. You know, I'm going to be voting for Trump. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm I'm po- putting my vote in for Trump because he's he's the best candidate that I feel like. But if you feel somebody else is better, get out there and put that vote in. But yes. at the end of the day, vote and you know let's let's take back Washington D.C. and, and drain the swamp. So. Uh, I think there's a catch. I agree with you that they they keep trying to catch us where Trump is concerned. And this is another thing that they want to do that. Same thing with the mugshot. And that mugshot, they wanted it so bad. It backfired in their face. Yeah, they're talking about, but it didn't go the way they wanted it to. I think honestly I think they wanted the disheveled, you know, crazy yeah. hair. Kind of, you know, kind of like the guy that's strung out yeah, after he actually found... Yeah, and he wanted him an orange found, jumpsuit, yeah. looking no, that, that, like he's crying. They're going to have to rough him up a little bit before they can <laughs> Right, right. I, I heard somebody say on if that. If they could, they would. I mean, they took him to think about the jail. For, you know, the Fulton County. That is like the ghetto. And I'm not talking about color. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about the slums oh, yeah. and bad stuff happens there. And he's still... That mugshot. Oh, he that looks that, like a badass. I mean, the only thing that would have made that mugshot better if he would just gave the middle finger. That, right, that, that, that's right, the only thing that right. Made, because his face basically gave them the middle finger. It did. Now, it did. I, will, I will tell you this. I don't know if you listened to Dan Bongino at all, but uh, I caught a clip of his right before Trump went to Georgia. And he said, he goes, the Trump team should grow the biggest set of brass balls in the world and they should force this lunatic down there that's you know this prosecutor they should force them to put donald trump in jail 24 hours 48 hours whatever you know what Mm -hmm. grow a set and and, and he said he said they should force them to put him in jail because Mm -hmm. as a former president and dan bongino was a former secret service yes he was so he knows the protocol they would have to clear out a whole floor whole floor 
And that's why they haven't done it yet. Oh, God, no. They, that's why they haven't done it. Well, think of it this way. I don't know how many prisoners are on one floor of the Fulton County Prison. Yeah. But if that's the worst of the worst. And they have to give them secret service uh, around the huh? clock in the room. Yes, in the room. In the room. Like, even if he would, they were put in a, like, a solitary cell, mm-hmm. secret service has to be in there. Uh-huh. They they just they they just keep mucking it up they well, i mean it's a shit show but we all saw exactly what they had to go through when you yeah. showed up i mean did you not see the procession there was yes. what, 40 cops in the yes. beginning of it? that was that awesome. is 40 officers that could be on the streets taking care of things not just that i will throw this one out there to all you conspiracy theories out there presidents mm-hmm. are the only people that get an ambulance in their motorcade you know i don't even know that i realized there was an ambulance in the motorcade. I think I've seen them all the time and never paid any attention until this last thing. They made a big deal about the ambulance. So Presidents are the only, uh, only, I believe. Yeah. And if anyone has anything out there that can def- refute that, I, I, I will say that I'm wrong. But if my research does me correctly, the president of the United States is the only official that has an ambulance in their motorcade. And that makes sense. And... He definitely needs one. I think they need the ambulance like right behind him because they I, I'm shocked they haven't tried to unalive him except for the fact Tucker asked the question. Yeah, but but they're worried about it. Mm-hmm. I think I think Trump knows they want to. I think he knows it's coming. And they just haven't because he keeps outsmarting them and, and he keeps calling out. And the more they call it out, which is good, then they, it's like they have to kind of step back and go, okay, well, we can't like, you know, well, that's, the whole, them today. That's, that's the whole 5D chess player. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He plays, he, you know, I, I think he's the ultimate chess player. I think Donald Trump is the ultimate chess player. And when he comes back, it's going to be better because he didn't play chess as finely as I think he could have because I he just the swamp was so deep that he had allies that he thought he had but this time he knows right he knows and he said that he goes this time going in i know who who the people are yes yes i hate that that's actually a part of the conversation these days about him being unalived yes it wasn't just tucker asking that question i think uh oh who's the one guy that talks about interdimensional child molesters um is that on uh, CNN or MSNBC or is that uh, on Fox? No, he's he's very controversial. Uh, Are you talking about the the guy um, Jones, Alex Jones? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He mentioned it on his show uh, just the other day. I I, I saw a clip and it just it, I don't, there's something about just people even saying that that just kind of makes me cringe it does and why we would even have to say that right but i think good or bad whether you like trump you don't like trump whether you think he's great whether you like the mugshot you don't like the mugshot we have seen and, and say if he does not for whatever reason if they in my opinion cheat again and a democrat gets in people can no longer say that everything should be taken at face value people are questioning the walking on the moon People are now questioning JFK. People are questioning, 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 questioning. Even the normal, like I had said really early on, I'm literally sitting at a volleyball game yesterday and, you know, somebody there who I didn't know was listening to cancel this literally said to me, I'm, I'm now thinking and I'm and my eyes are wide open, but what can I do about it? And I said, what you're doing, yeah. you have to, at this point, be aware. That's the very first thing is awareness because so, 
so many people have not woke up to the truth yet, but they're starting to. They are starting to. And and I still, I'm, to me, I'm like, how come you cannot see it? How come you cannot see it? But if they're one of the people who just flip on their TV for a few minutes or they go to the store, I know like my, my daughter was sitting at a, at a, at a, like a, um, like a room where a TV was on, like, I guess you would just call it the front room and in an office space in her doctor's office, the lobby, the waiting room, the waiting room. Yes. I don't know why that took me so hard to say that. Haven't been to a doctor's office in a while. Yes. In a waiting room. And she said, mom, they had, she goes, I think it was MSNBC on and you wouldn't believe what they were saying. And people were just sitting there like, "Uh uh-huh. Like they believed it. And she was sitting there going, how come they, how come they don't understand the truth? And I said, it's because they don't want to. They don't want to. Well, or they're busy living their life and they just, you know, they're not into this. Some people just, you know, we've been, we've been tailored to trust the media. Correct. Correct. Uh, and when I say we, <clears throat> we as a society. The, majo- the, we as the a majority. Society, the majority. We as, you know, I mean, you, you think of Dan Rather, Walter Cronkite, you know, yes. big people that, you know, delivered the news to you. They, yes. they brought the news to you. And they talked like yeah, this you know, too. Very, and so, very, you yes. know, at, at that point, you know, well, Walter Cronkite, blah, blah, blah. These were the people that brought you the news because they told you, I'm Walter Cronkite bringing you the news. Yes. And you believed it. But the question is, I mean, even back then. I, I, I think it was left-leaning even back then. I think it's always, and I don't even how, know if the left-leaning is How much means. production was involved. Yes, probably a lot of production. And it's always been a government-run, deep state, if you will, entity. We just didn't know it. Sure. We, we, we just didn't know. Sure. And I think that that's unfortunate. Well, you know, j- just case in point, just a little bit ago, you know, Donna on the chat line, um, she was talking about, and this, this kind of goes with what Donald Trump was talking about, too. There was a school shooting situation yesterday, and this ties in with what I was saying about Trump, is he was calling out that you need to look deep into the school shootings. Sure. And I'm sure Donna, knowing that her grandson was there when this was going on, but Donna's not going to get any answers. That was over at UNC, right? Yes, it was at UNC. And just, you know, almost a year ago, there was a school shooting here in St. Louis. And there's school shootings. And do you know what? You never get the answer. Nashville, there's never been the manifesto. St. Louis, the new police chief still cannot, will not, will not come out and say exactly what happened. They have video footage. I think the St. Louis police did a remarkable job getting to the person and taking that person out. But there's a lot of errors that was made there. And it also comes down to, did this happen like Donald Trump has been trying to tell us it's not as it seems there's something behind the school shootings yes there is very strange mentally ill people that do school shootings bottom line but if you follow them and follow them like in Broward what Broward County Broward County yes Hillary Clinton was like seen often with their police chief and all these police chiefs are all you know the one that was even in the nashville shooting you know the concert shooting is now down in maui oh uh, no no that was the las vegas las vegas yeah, las, vegas. las vegas thank you for correcting me las vegas yeah 
And so look at all of this. And he keeps saying, meaning Donald Trump, he keeps saying, you need to delve deeper into the school shootings. Yes, these people are mentally ill. But here's an opinion of mine is people know the kid at school that's being bullied, that wears the black trench coat or nowadays wears the the hair or whatever. Now, that does not mean they're mentally ill. Not that is not what I'm saying. Not at all. Kids, especially these days, do really cool, trendy hair and all that. But you know the kid that comes to school and is hurting. Mom or dad left or mom or dad on drugs. And they say things. They, they say things in the counselor's office like they want to hurt themselves. They want to hurt other people. Or Lizzie's mad at Derek, so Derek's going to come after Lizzie. It's, they don't watch closely. And I do think... The cattiness. It, it is the cattiness. And I do think if you want to de- delve even deeper, the evil amongst the deep state have been known to put people in those places. Now, this is really going out on the limb, but there is something to all of this. There's not a coincidence. Crisis in this. acting, you think? Crisis acting. Uh, I think there's a uh, lot of crisis I'll acting. I'll say his name, David Hogg. Yes. David Hogg. Yes. Apparently, that boy has been in so many situations. Yes. I don't know what his parents do for a living, whatever, but I don't understand how he can be in one school shooting and then in another school shooting years and then later. Another and then another shooting. one later. I mean, and people were very sensitive about him very much way so. back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, we know people that lost their jobs. Numerous people lost their jobs for saying anything bad about him. So today, it's actually not even people think it is. It's not even as sensitive as it was, say, seven or eight years ago when you talked about the individual person that was doing it. People were getting too close to the bigger truth. Now there's a lot of us getting to the bigger truth. And if they ban Every single one of us, then they know that the communist state is already here. So getting to your point on digging deeper. Yes. Two things before I talk about the actual, what I what I believe I read was correctly on the manifesto of the UNC shooter. Yes. Um, when you go to like Sandy Hook and I believe, what is it, the one in Arizona, was it the school in Arizona, I believe? Yes. The school shooting? Mm-hmm. They demolished those schools like quickly. Yes. Yes. What are they hiding? What are they hiding? Why would you demolish a building? Correct. And I know, and they're saying it's because none of the kids should want to go back in there and they feel bad and all that, but it's, uh, it's all. So should we destroy the uh, area where the concert was in? I mean, every time there's a shooting, should we destroy that because somebody is going to have a reaction to it? Speaking of that concert, did did somebody in the chat put this together for me? And I don't know if this was ever brought up. I'm sure it has been, but do you know who was actually performing at that concert? It was Jason Aldean. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's try, no that, coincidence. Try that in a there. small town. Yeah, yeah. Try and that just, in a yeah. It just so happens that, and now more so than ever, yep. the point that you just right. brought up, we all kind of thought it back then. You know that there was a lot of you know Trump supporter types. I'm not saying they were Trump supporters, but that's how the media and the deep state thinks. These are Trump supporter types, and Jason Aldean is clearly one of those. And I'm not saying he's even a Trump supporter, but he's an American loving, loving, right leaning understands there's something nefarious going on and so look at that yeah i mean there i mean you cannot think all of this is a coincidence well coincidence mm-hmm. the dig deeper on the shooter yeah he apparently was uh trained or studied at the wuhan lab say that again Ta-da! say that again wuhan lab he actually studied at the lab in wuhan china you know where the uh, 
COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. The COVID nineteen. The cupcake. The cupcake. All of that. Hmm. Coincidence. Uh huh. Coincidence. Uh, Now here, here would be my question as the lovely conspiracy theory I am. Yeah. What did that have to do with UNC and? Correct. Because 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 you know, my thought on this was you don't just randomly do something. Right. There had to have been something, yes. someone, yes. or uh, you know, what were they trying to hide? What were they trying to cover up? What or is it the old? Don't worry about the left hand. Watch the right hand, so yes. the left hand can do what it's doing. Yes. So this individual, what was their intent? Mm-hmm. You'll never find out, right? Because they'll never well, they'll, they'll never you. tell us. Yeah, they'll never tell you. But two, there's there, there's more meat on the bone, like you said. Right dive deeper into it folks you know and the problem is is we're never going to get that information right what you'll end up hearing because apparently he was asian and and wasn't he asian? he was chinese okay from yes. yes so he was chinese so at some point you're going to hear some people on cnn and msnbc that you know he was led to that because of all of the asian hate and the asian bully that's you're going to hear that either that or he was friends with eric swalwell <laughs> Right. Well, he probably is friends with Eric. <laughs> I'm a comedian. Eric. I'll be here all week. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. But I mean, I mean, I think about that. We send our kids to school and we now have to worry about, especially colleges, are they safe? And I do know that college is the toughest age for kids. They're 18, 19, 20, 21-ish, and they're all there, and it's the first time they left their house, and there's hormones going, and there's craziness going, and there's high expectations to get good grades, and there's a lot of stress there. Uh, you know, I, I mean, but in the same case, do you have to shoot people? And I know that a lot of people are just saying, oh, it's because they want to take our guns. Yeah, of course, we know they do. But it's it, it's bigger. It, and it could be to what you were saying. They always want to, like, put the shiny object over here while they're over here. And I have a friend, and I will not say his name. He will literally almost tell me within the week when the next school shooting is. He'll be like, oh, okay, you're going to hear one this week. And I'm like, and he's been telling me that for years. And I was like, what? How, ac- how accurate is it? To uh, all, I, mean, pretty, I, I would close. say in the 90 percentile. Sure. I think it's only been once. Now, it's easier to predict that now. Sure. Because there's a lot more of them. But I remember, we're going back five, six years, and you go, you know what, queue up with, within, I'd say, give, say, give it a month. Yeah, you need it, it, you needed the distraction. Yes. Now, now here's a question to you, uh, because you're, you're a, a little bit older than I am, and you know me being in the- I'm not quite old enough no, to no, be your I mom. Said, I said a little bit. <laughs> no. Over a decade. We're not, not going to do the math here. Uh, oh, I'm okay with that. But um, So when you went to college- yeah, and even in the eighties, e- even okay. So you went to college when I was born. Mm. What year were you born? <laughs> I was born in eighty one. I okay. I, I, I am, was the end I am, of the eighties when the, I graduated I from college. The, I am the millennial that desperately wants to be part of the Gen X because that's how I was raised. Okay, uh, and I it. was I was literally two months and three days out of being a, a, a Gen Xer. Um, but even even in the early two thousands. When my when my generation started going to college, mm. lack of better terms, we weren't the pussies. 
Yeah. Oh, the, the kids yeah. these days at, mm-hmm. at these colleges, they have been, uh, you know, walked hand in hand, you know, coddled the whole nine yards. When I was, when I was 19, 18, 19, 20, you know, I bought my first house at 23 or 24 years old. Good for you. you. Know, these kids, That's good. and don't get me wrong. There's no way I could do that today. Oh no, it would be no way. so it'd, hard. It'd be impossible. So I understand why these student these yes. students are living with their parents still. But what I'm saying is, the maturity level. I, at yeah. Six, oh, for sure. At, at 16, um, I was selling souvenirs downtown at Bush Stadium outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I had a stack of cash, probably the size of a brick, and never had to worry one time about you know whatever going on today. You don't even see a sales vendor outside of Bush Stadium selling souvenirs for multiple reasons, but you would never see somebody like me, me out there selling souvenirs for that company. You know, 16, 17, I held down two jobs at a time before I was 21 years old just because I wanted something bad enough. I worked hard for it. Yeah. That's the problem is these, you know, you were talking about these, these kids in college these days, they're so lukewarm. Cor- correct. They're, they're they're lukewarm. They they don't have a backbone. Mm-hmm. You know, mommy and daddy have done everything for them. So when they are technically adult age, they're still grown children. Unfortunately, right. And and it's and it's these yeah right I, here. I, I think, and I can I, say that yeah. about my own children. And I say that to them every once in a while. You know, the, the couple of my kids that are in the middle, they're still the early twenties. They see their older siblings just rocking the world, and then the two in the middle. They didn't, my oldest kids, they didn't have these phones constantly. It wasn't a thing. My son didn't even get one until he was in high school. My middle kids grew up on phones, and I didn't even understand how that was. One day we gave our our middle daughter a phone, thinking that she was just going to text us. She was just going to, you know, like call us. And and I kept going, what are you doing on your phone? I honestly didn't know that. I didn't know that once she hooked it to the internet, that's how naive I was about that, that she had the world at her fingertips and so I didn't even understand and she's a good kid she's a really good kid so but there were times that we would have to like hey take that phone away get your your face out of the phone as she's making duck faces to everybody and I didn't understand and so those kids now are college age are right outside of it they don't even know how to just even communicate the way we all did and even my older kids did, but I'm not making the same mistake with my youngest because I already knew what I did with the ones in the middle. And they're great, but they can't live without their phones at all, at all. I'm 42. Believe me, if you took the phone away, I it, it would be like a drug. Oh, it is it, like a drug. It, so, you know, you took the phone away today. Mind you, I use it for business. We use it for communication. Right, you, I use it for the we're show. We're on it right now. Yes, you yes, know, and I'm, I'm grateful my, for that. My phone's sitting right here yes. with my list of the show agenda. Lizzie's got Facebook up. Every once in a while, I jump through there and, yes. and give it some likes and everything. So communication-wise, yes, it's it's a great tool. It's a tool. Yeah. It's a great tool. But the fact that, you know, these kids in college these days are, are more worried about their snap uh, I don't even, I'm not on Snapchat, so I have no idea, but it's, it's, they have to keep, you know, doing so many snaps. So they, they keep this long line of snaps going. And I told my daughter the other day, because when we're driving down the street and we're driving down, you know, going to somewhere every once in a while, I, I don't know if the rest of your parents, but you know, I see this. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and I'm sitting over there the, where the phone's being glared at like you're getting the glare she's taking pictures of me oh taking pi- yes, which, yes which is it's fine and i tell her i said listen i i these pictures you know with me driving and everything 
I don't want all your friends having pictures of me. For right. one, I said, number two, you know, stop. You, you know, if, 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 <laughs> when if, you if, think about that is a funny visualization. It of is. Today. I, mean, I mean, literally, I, it, it's this every 30 seconds. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to keep my snaps up. I'm like, I, I don't know what that is to begin well, with. Well, it's like a snap string. They don't it, want, they have to have it every day. They might have 14 kids on it yeah. and they have to snap once every day to keep yes, their streak. To keep the snap streaks. That's what it yeah. is. And, and I looked at her, I go, I go, so if you <laughs> stop the snap streaks, are all your friends going to disappear? Well, no. I go, why does it matter? Because it's now it's become their form of it's, competition. No, I look at it as that's their drug. Well, it's a drug because and it's competition. Instead of playing yeah. Red Rover in the yeah. backyard or playing tag, that's their form of tag now. That's their high. Oh Lord. That, yeah. And I'm guilty of it too. Oh yeah. As a as a I don't do that, but I'm guilty of taking forty million pictures of my children daily. Oh, I'm that one. I, I got more pictures. I'm that mom. I got more pictures of my cornhole sets and, and tumblers that I yeah. make than I have my own kids. But I'm guilty of this also, especially when I'm making a TikTok video or posting something on Facebook is an hour later. Well, how many views did I get? How many likes did I get? How many comments did I get? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it, it's a serotonin addiction to where you're like, I need that high. I need that validation. Yeah. I need that validation. Well, and, and like Jessica's saying on the chat line, it's called narcissism, and that's interesting. That's a word I never understood until you know. I mean, recently I have, but years ago, that's not a word we ever used. We would just say somebody is stuck up, and I think there was stuck up people. But nowadays, I do think there is a big difference between narcissism and stuck up. Oh, narcissism yeah. is they just can't get enough of themselves. It's all they, about me. Yeah, and they don't even see beyond. And I think if you are a true narcissist, or and it's not stuck up, we can all accidentally be stuck up, even though we're not meaning to. But narcissism. Imagine if you're a kid of a narcissist. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, really think about it. Like, because if you're narcissistic because you're taking the pictures of the kids because you love them, that's different than taking a picture because it's like, oh, I'm the best mom. I'm the got the best hair. I got the best this. And gosh, that would be. How do you live up to that? Narcissism is passed down. Yeah. It, well, not just that. It's like you know. It's like both you said. You know, you have the narcissistic, the narcissistic parent. Yeah. Who is raising the future narcissistic child. Wow. Who is, you know, and and then they have narcissistic friends to, they all get together and, hey, Mark's in studio and everything. Come on in, in, Mark. Mark. Come on in. Um, Yeah, we're talking about kids, so. Yeah, it's perfect. This is a perfect segue when he comes in and gets set up. And that, and, and you know what? And we don't have to go into this with Mark, but I think that's a lot of situations that say why the dads, I think, and we're gonna get into that with Mark, why there's a lot of dads that are not in the kids' lives is because the moms think they're just so much better than their, and they just cannot let the dad win. That Their children even become competition. Well, they use the kid as a, um, a bargaining tool yeah. uh, and all that, so. Uh, yeah. And everything. Yeah. Um, in studio with us, we have Mark Ludwig. How are you, sir? Ah, doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm Wonderful. doing great. Nice we'll, to see you. We'll get ah, you. You too. We'll get you on the video in a moment and everything. But we were just speaking about, you know, uh, uh, the UNC shooting and how all of these um, these students, kids, we're, we're going to call them kids because we're all old enough to call a 20-year-old a kid still, is how they are so 
full of themselves or not just that is what leads up to this. You know, uh, obviously different people are triggered different ways, but um, this is this is a perfect uh, kind of a per- oh, we didn't plan it, but it's a no. perfect segue <laughs> yes. into into you being here uh, to talk about Senate Bill 35. And uh, as you see behind Mark, he's uh, with the Americans for Equal Shared Parenting. And one of the things that um, uh, Mark and I definitely have in common, besides the fact that uh, we know each other uh, and and we know other people, uh, we have uh, community friends, is the fact that both of us are. Uh, single uh, i'm not going to call myself a single father but at one point in time i was a single father uh, i have children from a divorce and um one of the one of the things i was reading over sb 35 is that this is this bill is starting to uh really bring in the co uh co-raising of parents so back in the day when I was a child back in the 80s, uh, it was very common for if mom and dad got divorced, that mom, because moms have always been thought of as that that loving, that, that Nurturer. The nurturing parent, that, yeah. that, that only a mom can raise a child. And dad, unfortunately, got every uh, every Wednesday and every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, when I got divorced, and, and you can jump in in a, a moment to, to expand on this even more, when I got divorced, I fought tooth and nail just to get 50% mm-hmm. with my kids. And the fact that we lived in two, two different areas, mm-hmm. it was a large drive. So for a while there, until everything was said and done and finalized, I was delegated to a Wednesday and every other weekend, which one sucked because I love my kids. And like, there's a lot of parents that we love our kids. So Mark, welcome in this morning and everything. Um, I tell you what, give me a, give me a little bit of, uh, I was kind of reading the summary of, of Senate bill 35, but give me the, uh, layman's terms of, of what you guys were able to succeed in getting this bill passed. Yeah. First off, thanks for having me on. on. This is a. Oh, is it my phone? Your phone? We got some feedback. That's what I was wondering. Hold on here. I wonder if I still. We're good. Okay. We're good. We're good now. We're good. Okay. I was going to say. No. <laughs> it's not you. Okay. Um, but yeah, first, thanks for letting, or having me on to help raise awareness. This is an issue that a lot of times until it happens to you, you're just not aware that it's even an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 years ago, if somebody would have told me there was a problem, I, I literally wouldn't have even listened mm-hmm. a, until it happened to me. And that's why I like getting a chance to raise awareness for people to say, hey, this is a serious issue that can lead to problems that all of us are affected by. You know, when you talked about school shootings, I don't know the current number, but for a while, there, it was to the point where about 90% of all school shooters grew up without a father. And that's one thing that we'll talk about in, in a second, some of the societal problems because of the confusion of, of a child growing up without one parent. And for most people across the country, 83% of the cases are going to be relegated to one parent as a visitor every other weekend to the child. And fortunately, we have changed that in Missouri. You were fortunate to at least get uh, every other weekend and a Wednesday. There's a lot of people across the country that don't even get that. Well, that was before everything was finalized because that's what my ex only allowed me to. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once we got it to that finalization point, and don't get me wrong, I, I... I personally think in my situation, the age of my children, when I went through the divorce and everything, made a a huge impact on how this all kind of conspired or ensued because they were only two and three years old. They were Mm -hmm. very little. They had no idea. So it's complete. It would be, in my opinion, completely different if they were 
10 and 11 versus two and th- two and three, just adjusting in that whole situation. But back to uh, what you were saying in, in the Senate bill 35, where you had to fight so hard to, you know, at least get 50% time with your, your, yeah. And not, and not even 50%. I, for the first year, I got two hours on Tuesday, two hours on Thursday and three hours on Saturday. And that was it. And that included driving time. Now, you know, most of the bonding for a child takes place in those first two years. Sure. And you rip one parent out of that child's life. And that's what people fail to realize is from the child's perspective. So many people see this as a father's rights issue or a mom's issue. Who cares about the parents? It's about the child. And a child's already confused enough because mom and dad aren't together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you add the fact that all of a sudden one of my parents got ripped out on my life and I only get to visit them on weekends. In their mind, they're thinking either A, does that parent not love me enough? Or B, am I not worthy enough? Now, a child can't articulate that. Five-year-olds don't know how to describe. They're confused, but they don't know how to. Sure. And so they bottle it up inside and bottle it up and bottle it up. And then when they reach the teenage years, that's when you start finding kids with behavioral problems, drug mm-hmm. problems. They become high school dropouts, teen pregnancies, incarceration rates. 80 to 94% of every single one of those issues is tied to one common factor. They grew up without a dad. And so fortunately, this issue, and, and once again, it's not really about dads. It's about the kids, but... Just because dads are so affected, and those are the ones we have the numbers for. But yeah, this bill this year, uh, very, very grateful. First off, for the uh, bill sponsors and handlers. Um, Carla May was the main sponsor in the Senate, along with Rick Bratton. And then the House handler, Jim Murphy, who is my state rep, uh, did a marvelous job of maneuvering that through. (laughs) As you know, it's hard to maneuver through our legislature. But basically what it does, it starts with a rebuttable presumption of 50-50. What that means in common terms is the presumption is that a child is presumed to have equal access to both parents. The rebuttable part means that there are going to be situations where, you know, maybe you do have a situation where somebody doesn't want to be a parent or can't be a parent or if somebody's a mass murderer. You don't want them mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, being around. So right. there's, uh, there are situations, but you don't start with a handicap of you have to prove why you should get 50-50. Instead, now you have to prove why you shouldn't get 50-50. So, so basically, so what I'm hearing so far is when you walk in, you're automatically, I mean, the child is half yours, unfor- you know, exactly. unfortunately. So you are, you are entitled to 50%. And the, then, the child is entitled. Yeah, the child is entitled yeah. to 50% with both parents. Exactly. So what this bill is saying is you now have to prove why the other parent should not. Exactly. Because in the past, and, the assumption be, in Missouri was one of you is going to be a visitor every other weekend. Now the presumption is, no, that child needs both parents. Definitely. Now, each parent has a strength and each parent has a weakness. Yeah. Now, there are situations where a parent dies or something where they, they can't have a parent. Sure. But in right. an ideal scenario, I don't care how much you hate your ex. Your mm-hmm. ex adds value that you can't add to your child's life. Yeah. And whether you're together or not, too bad. You got to learn how to co-parent to figure out how do you make both of your strengths work together for the main benefit of, of the child. Sure. And that's what this bill starts out with, is a rebuttable presumption that each parent is going to get 50-50 unless you can prove that some reason why uh, there, you know, there's going to be a danger to the child if, they're not, if the parent is either unfit, unwilling, or unable. One question I have for you, Mark. Um, is there any other states that have a bill similar to this and that have had it for a, a decent period of time to where there has been any type of um, 
research on how having 50, you know, having that, that co-parenting uh, situation has uh, positively or negatively affected uh, the child. Yeah, good good question. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, Kentucky was the first one uh, that got a bill like this passed. And they do have some research showing that divorce rates dropped. Um, because one common thing that people aren't aware of is I, I've got a lot of followers on Facebook because my story's been been out there so much. And mm-hmm. I get contacted regularly from people saying, you know what, I didn't hate my ex near as much until I went into a family law attorney's office. Yes. The lawyers and I always said, win. look, you know, you're not going to get 50-50, so I need you to dig up dirt on why you're the yeah. better parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no better parent, but when you're at the most vulnerable place of your relationship, you're trying to figure out you're obviously not getting along. You're trying to figure out how to go your separate paths. Mm-hmm. And now you have an attorney rowling you up to think of all the things that the other person did wrong. It's not a good way to start out a co-parenting relationship. Yeah, that but is they, a really good point for people who are even thinking about going into a divorce. You really better hate them or they're a very bad parent or whatever it is because the lawyer is going to rile oh, yeah. it up and make it so difficult and it just makes everything harder. Well, and, and what they found in Kentucky is they they did some research and found out that the divorce rate in Kentucky dropped over the two years after this bill passed. Wow. And I have to believe it's because they, instead of being riled up, a lot of them reconciled and thought, you know what? We're both going to get 50-50. And let's figure out a way to make this thing work instead mm-hmm. of being so riled up that you hate that person. Sure. Right. Well, that you, makes sense. I mean, you, I'm divorced. You're divorced. We get it. But at one point in time, you love that person. You found something good in them. There was at least something There was something. Good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And even with me, you know, my, my son's mom isn't my favorite person because of all mm-hmm. the stuff that we went through. Sure. But right. it doesn't matter. It's still his mom. I yeah. love my son so much. Sure. It's, it's right. his mom. No, no, you're fine. No, well, I and it, I saw that with you, Mark, because we were at the same event a while back, <laughs> and the love you had for him was so evident. And that is why I think it's so important that mamas understand you may not like the male that you chose to be married to, but that man has so much value, unless they're abuser, and most of them are not, that kid needs their dad. They need their dad. I see that in my own household, and my husband and I have been together forever. There's periods of times they need mama, but there's a lot more times than not, if they're having a rough day or need strength, they want their dad. Whether I like it, and even I'm living in the household, sometimes I'm like, oh, don't you want your mama? No, they need their daddy. They just do. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they need both parents. Like I said, they do. You know, my, my son needs his mom. Yeah. And I love him enough that I want him to have that relationship mm-hmm. with her. But you all need yeah. some, we all, and, and I'm going to use me because yes. I've, I've been through this since, you know, I, I think 13 years now. Stability. Stability, Stability is yes. the key. So, you know, in this situation, if you start out with 50-50 custody, just like this bill is 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 starting with, so I will uh, I can only speak for mine. Uh, so we have two different schedules. Uh, my kids are teenagers now, but it's been this way uh, up until a couple years ago, we went and switched some things around just to make it a lot easier, especially in the summertime. But, you know, Monday, Tuesday was their mom. Wednesday, Thursday was with me. Every other Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we switched. So every week, each parent got five days. But there wasn't a week that didn't go by where the kids did not see the parents and the parents did not see the kids. Mm, so sad. Now, when it, you know, as they get older, um, it, it, in, in my situation, parents need to adjust because as kids get older, 
life gets crazier. You mm-hmm. know, right now mm-hmm. I got a high school, middle school, sports, yeah. band, you name it. I mean, my calendar looks like, you know, somebody just threw a bunch of different colors on it. But in this situation, in the 10 weeks of summertime, we go one week on, one week off. That way, you know, if you want to take a vacation or do something, you, you don't have to go back to the other parent and go, I know we got to this, that, you know, <laughs> check the calendar, blah, blah, blah. You know, for those 10 weeks in the summer, it's one week on, one week off. When it gets back to the school system, it goes back to the regularly scheduled program, as we like to call it. So this bill is definitely helping in that situation to where it's going to give not only the child stability, it's going to give the parents stability and knowing that, all right, Monday and Tuesday. Okay. So if I have some things that I need to do, you know, get this done, get that done, uh, you know, little Johnny's with his mom and I can get those done. And then that way, when little Johnny's back with me on, you know, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I can devote as much attention to spending time and, and growing with your child mm-hmm. as you can. And, and you know, Selfishly, don't get me wrong. There's some days knowing, you know, Monday and Tuesday I don't have my girls. I'm like, all right, I can get some stuff done. But I still have a I still have my ten year old and my wife. Sure. But it's just like, okay, I, those are two days where the other parent is is taking over mm-hmm. and, and 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 doing that. And it, it would be no different than if it was my wife and I with our son. It's like, all right, hey, Lori, I need you to take Reed to XYZ so I can get this done. And she would be the same way. Hey, Derek, I need you to take Reed, so on and so forth. And that way, the parent has that focus time to where they can do the things that they need to get done and then come back and and just put all the attention they can into enjoying the time with their child. So that, yeah, that's I think that stability. stability is important. I for in my situation, you know, my son until he was twelve years old had never spent seven consecutive nights with me ever in his life. Wow. Mm. And so, you know, as a result, I had to rearrange my whole life. You know, right now I drive for Uber to make an income. And a lot of people say, Well, you know, gosh, with your background, you got three majors and, and all this, you you could get a great corporate career. The challenge is I miss out the time with my son mm-hmm. because there have been quite a few times over the past few years where I don't get a heads up. I'll get a text mm-hmm. at the last minute that says, hey, I have to do something. Do you want to pick him up from school? And, and the last and thing you do is drop everything. Go. Exactly. Yeah, As a parent, you want to. You want to. For years, I went where I would get no phone contact. Sure. I would know that from Sunday to Friday, my phone calls weren't going to be answered. And so I don't care if it was 30 minutes with him, I would much rather sacrifice a career in banking and be an Uber driver for 30 minutes with my son on a Tuesday afternoon if that's all I get with him. And so there's a lot of parents out there, non-custodial parents, and sometimes people say, well, they're, they're intentionally trying to lower their income for child support. No. How ridiculous. No, what they're doing is they're valuing memories with their kid, because once that sand's gone through the hourglass, you can't get the memories back. You may get the money back down the road, we, we but were, you're never getting those memories back. We were talking about that earlier before the show is every moment is a first. Every moment yes. is a last. And it's it's what you do during those moments that is going to make an impact, yes. negative, positive or negative, 
with those that you're, yeah. you're and, with. And right now for me, you know, I'm an Uber driver. The big money for Uber is Friday nights and Saturdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right now, my son's 13 years old. Yeah. I've got about two years left before it's not going to be cool to be at home with dad on a Friday night anymore. No, right. it's not already. It's not cool. It's probably not <laughs> cool now. It's, it's not but, cool. So but, I sacrifice my Friday nights, which yes. is the second biggest income night of the week for me mm-hmm. to earn income. That's a lot of money. You add that up over a year's time. That's yeah. a heck of a lot of money sure. when I'm trying to grind it out meal to meal right now. Yes. But I value that time. And, and you know, because my mom's told me the same thing. She's like, you know, you're going to have to figure out a balance. You're going to have to try and Uber some more. Correct. And I'm like, mom, I, I can't. I want those memories. Yeah. I'll Uber more when he's 15, when he's Correct. 16. Correct. Sure. You'll, you'll have time. into the ground. But I need those memories with him now. Definitely. Yes, Definitely. absolutely. As a parent, that my oldest is 31. And I've seen a lot of evolution. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, he is. He's 31. <laughs> and he's. Yeah. Married to a to a gem, I love her, and it it's just interesting because everything that you guys are going through, I, I I was married to his daddy, obviously, but there's so many things I worried about, and I shouldn't have worried about even half of them that I don't worry about with our baby who's 14 because it doesn't really matter. All they really want is for you to be there. Right. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter the house you have. Doesn't matter the car you drive. Now they might make fun of you if you drive a hoopty, but that being said, they just want their parent even if they act like they don't because many times they act like they don't when they're in middle school but they do and even if they just for that second don't when they're 31 my son still remembers his birthday parties he remembers the, the mom that even though I worked full-time I was always there so money you, you can figure that out later be be poor and be around your kids yeah. oh, that's definitely. what I gotta yeah. say why well, notice yeah. it because he's he's really into Fortnite. Yeah, the, I've just never been into gaming. What I just mm-hmm. I can't get into it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, don't it's just feel, so amazing don't because feel what bad. He does, we can't either. He wants yeah. me. His love language is quality time. He wants me sitting next to him, and he's he'll always, "Your dad, watch me. Dad, watch me." Yeah, yeah. He wants me just sitting there next to him while he's playing Fortnite. Yes. And I'll admit, even though I don't like Fortnite, it yeah. is just so fun to watch yes. him and see how excited yes. he gets. Yes. When he kills somebody in Fortnite or whatever. Well, yeah. And and we have to understand that because I was anti video games as a mom. That's the way I am. Yeah. Totally anti video games, and like three of my five love them, and so. My husband is the one, I don't play them, but he gets on there even with adult children who maybe don't live right around and they're still got one computer, they see each other and then the other computer, they're playing the game. So you might not be right there to give them a hug, but you're still there. And they, yeah. and I'll walk in and they're having deep conversations playing a game. So you keep that up, Mark, because he might be, you know, not might be, he will be 31 one day and might yeah. still be a gamer <laughs> and you can still be talking about big issues of the world and, and whatever that they need while you're playing a video game. Well, not just that, Mark. You might find a video game that he likes and you can figure it out. <laughs> you can figure it out. We can <laughs> learn you something can from him. I've literally played like 50 or 60 rounds of Fortnite. I have never killed a person yet. I've killed two chickens. <laughs> and, and that's it. I have <laughs> never killed a person. I am so horrible at it. Oh. But, but it is like you said, Lizzie. I used to be against video games, but I thought, yeah. you know what? We're in a different society than yeah. when I, I grew up. When I grew up, we're in you the were lecture. out for in the morning until night, and your parents, as long as the dust of dawn light didn't come on, say, correct, you were late, correct. allowed to be out. You, better, you better have your butt in when the dust of dawn light Correct, happens. and there's two reasons you can't do that. Number one, the kids just don't because of technology and stuff, but the other thing is you can't let them run the streets anymore. I mean, we've got so many criminals running around, and who knows, your kid's going to be sex trafficked and this and that, so keeping them in the house, even if it is playing a video game, as long as you're right there with them and seeing what's going on, I, I kind of changed my thought on that because it's just the way of the world right now. Yeah. You can either argue with them about it or be there with them with it. 
Hey, Mark, yeah, so. I got a question for you. I know when you and I talked and everything, you guys have an event coming up to one, celebrate. The oh, I'm S- glad you brought that up. S- SB, 90, uh, SB 35 and everything. So, uh, uh, Projo, do you have any uh, any of information? Did you Were you able to send him anything on that? Or was there um, a I don't know. If not, there's some on my thing? Facebook page about it, either on the Americans for Equal Shared Parenting. Are but we yeah, it's going to be. for the uh, MSHP news release? No, there's a either on my there'll be information on an event uh, Sunday October first. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I, I haven't received. I'll tell you what, if not, go ahead and talk about it, and okay. uh, you can we can post. Or the, if you uh, want to grab my phone, I'll pull it up here, and you can come in in here and grab it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sunday October first, we're having an event, and uh, it's it's pretty exciting. It was going to be originally just to sort of celebrate what's going on uh, in Missouri and, and the bill because we just had the governor signing yesterday. Wow. And it was neat to be able to be there. The challenge that I have is there was only six of us allowed in the room at the signing. And in my mind, I felt like there's a lot of other people that worked on this bill. Man, they deserve to be there standing there with us. So we decided to plan an event October 1st that we can recognize everybody who helped out. Some people who took off work just to testify at one Senate hearing. It's kind of grown. (laughs) I say kind of. We now have 24 confirmed legislators coming, which is unheard of. I mean, the biggest pro-life events or Second Amendment events, you're lucky if you get six or eight legislators. We have 24 legislators showing up, 23 organizations, people coming from 19 states. So it's going to be quite an event. It's at the Holiday Inn in Earth City. When it's like you told me, you don't get that many legislators in one spot, even for a funeral, so... Yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, I've been in politics good. 40 years, and, and only a couple times at a funeral have I ever seen that many, and that was a major funeral, but uh, like I said, it just doesn't happen. So, so it's going to be at the Holiday Inn in Earth City. Okay. On Sunday, we've got a VIP reception at 5.30 and a main event at 7 o'clock, and they can go to the Americans for Equal Shared Parenting Facebook page is the easiest way to get information. Is there a cost donation for this evening? Uh, yeah, the VIP reception is $100, okay. and the main event is 25 And I'm assuming people are going to ask, uh, this This money is going towards the Americans for Equal Shared Parenting. Well, a lot of it continue. is going to put the event on. Well, obviously, it yeah. Costs yeah. A part, lot to part of it is. Like sure. But the hope is to raise some more money. We've got some things I'm working on at the federal level, trying to get some changes made. And we also have about 10 states that we're targeting for 2024. But as I said, as an Uber driver, it is up on I the, just uh, don't have the money to be able to go, oh, no, that's a different event. Oh. That's something I spoke at a couple of years ago. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I just don't have the funds to sure. go to these states. So we're trying to raise money so that I can get some funds to be able to go help some of these states out in, in some of the other state capitals. So it's a great way, you know, if you're a, if you're a parent, mom and or dad, that is, you know, in this, in this fight because, you know, we're... I hate to use the word fight, but unfortunately, it's a fight. Uh, you, all you want is you just want equal time with your kids, and 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 both parents should be able to have that equal time with their kids. And and, and you know, thank you and thank the the legislatures in the state of Missouri that have have actually opened the idea of with with all like you said all of the different things that they they try to jam through in a six month period that this was important enough to to get across the finish line for what's best for, you know, the, the children, uh, in this situation. Uh, so, you know, I, I applaud you. I applaud the, the legislators for, for working so, so diligently to be able to, uh, get, get this across the line and, and get it to where, uh, you know, unfortunately in this situation, future parents that go through this will at least start on an even keel. And then that way there can be stability going further. And hopefully like in, uh, 
Yeah, we can hear you, Joe. <laughs> it's okay. Um, hopefully, starting off in this situation, um, like you said, in Kentucky, you're you're looking at less uh, less divorce rate, or you're you're getting a better better stable environment for the kids. And then Correct. when they grow up and get older, you know they don't they don't look at. I mean, you know, I, I don't want I, I don't want any child to look at one of the parents because they weren't there weren't there correct correct. Um, looking at them going well like you said you didn't love me enough it's not that it's because you had a corrupt judicial system and i'm going to say it it's corrupt because personally i don't feel that you should have to pay child support if you have a 50 50 custody situation because last time i checked both adults made a decision to split and right. as adults you have to live with your decision either way and you should be able to have to support yourself without you know I mean, you should be able to be able to support yourself mm -hmm. which means you got to get off your butt you got to put your big boy pants big girl pants on and figure out a way how to do it um you know that's a that's a contentious subject i i know that um you know i'm a little jaded because of it but i i've tried to accept the fact that you know what at some point my kids are going to be an adult mm -hmm. and at the end of the day like my current wife tells me Lori, she tells me all the time when they're out of the house it's just me and <laughs> what's really cute is she bought a she always buys an ornament every year and this year's ornament and i'll have to get a picture of it it says um annoying each other uh, since two, uh, two, 2013. There is something to be said yeah. for that is that you, you know, we are annoying people mm -hmm. as a general rule. People are just annoying and you better be with the person that, you know, you feel like you want to annoy them forever. Who we're annoying for the rest yeah. of our life. Because right. you also, you brought up a good point too about uh, kids growing up wondering, did a parent love me or something? One of the biggest growing groups of followers I have on my on my page is kids who grew up in that situation wondering, you know, why did I only get to see my parent every other week or less than that? Yeah. And I have so many stories that I can tell you of people who contacted me that said, you know, I grew up hating my dad because I thought he didn't want to be a part of my life. Yeah. And I, I basically alienated him and, and literally blocked him out of my life for 10, 20 years, only to reconnect 20 years later and have them pull out a banker's box of return to sender, birthday cards, Christmas cards, Thanksgiving cards, bankruptcy papers for where they spent all their money in attorney. Reconnect with the father only to find out that six months later, that dad died of cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they missed mm -hmm. out on a life with a father that they'll never get back. True. Yes. Yes. That's tragic, actually. That's that's very tragic. You hope you even get the six months and you hope that you even get to see that box of all of those return to sender things because there's so many kids. That I that hope there's no happen. return to sender thing. Well, exactly. Yes. Which which do you think that this law really does help? Th oh, yeah, that? definitely. There's still more follow-up that we need to do next year. That's why we want a big attendance on October 1st is to make an impression on the legislators that, look, there's more work to do here. But this is going to be a, a big help mm -hmm. uh, to try and curb that. And that's one reason, too. I, I started that journal. I think, you know, I wrote a, a, a journal to Levi that I've written almost every night since he was born. I've got 60-something books now where I've written to him. And because I never wanted him to question if he, you know, if something happened like that, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to come back 20 years later. I wanted to be able to have the books to say, hey, now I never put his mom down in the journals, but he knows when he reads those journals someday. To fill in cow. the blank, maybe. Yeah. My dad spent this much time writing about me. He must have really loved me a lot. Well, absolutely. I think that's absolutely beautiful. And you know what? Your son may not even read those books until he's a dad much older. Because kids that are middle, you know, middle teens or whatever, they don't really think it's something they yeah. need well, to my do. Books, I, I won't give him until he's like 21 when Perfect. he's older. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things as, as, as not, you know, as parents, I'm not going to say dads or moms, as parents, you know, when we, when we are, when our children are not with us, um, in, in the, in the beginning, I dwelled on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, woe is me, woe is me. And then I got to thinking, the kids are with their mom. Yeah. Okay. Go do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get them. And then and, and what, what I would as a dad that went through this, what I would like to tell all the dads and moms in this situation is when your kids aren't with you, don't dwell on it. Just know that, hey, my schedule is coming up. And the beauty of it is, is now we're starting on an even playing field. But for those of you that that did not are, are going through this or can, are, will go through this event at some point, and I hope you don't, just know that during that time when they're with their other parent, don't dwell on it because it, it'll eat you up inside mm-hmm. and, and, and all the rest of that. So, you know, try to, you know, like in your situation, use those Uber times, you know, yeah, to, 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 to fill that spot, you know, and, and it's not like you're, you're filling the spot, the void of that child there because there's always a guilt factor. Yeah, there, there is, but you know, it's one of those things where just take a deep breath. Um, you'll, you're going to get your time, your, your equal shared time, uh, which is a, beautiful thing about this bill uh but you know take advantage of the time that they're not with you to do the things that you would normally do when they would be with you that way you can devote as much time as you can yes to them while they're there because they're going to remember those memories they're not going to remember oh you know dad had to go to the store or something you know (laughs) they're going to remember like you said Levi's going to remember you sitting next to him while he's playing Fortnite. You have no clue what's going on there. But the fact that you're right there with him, Mm -hmm. you don't understand right now. And and the same thing is, I don't understand because my daughters will sit on the couch playing their phone. But I'm there. And as much as it irritates me, the fact that I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs, they're going to know, hey, dad was there. I saw him or he was you know, doing this or that. so I encourage all the moms and dads out there that when you're not with your child, don't dwell on it because that's not going to be anything positive for you as a person, uh, but it's definitely not going to, it's not going to change anything, unfortunately. Uh, so, you know, Correct. unfortunately. Yeah, and be glad that they, at least, you know, there yeah. are some parents where someone dies in a car accident. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, at least you'll be able to see. a child growing up without that other parent. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that would be a huge loss that that child would never overcome. So, so even if you can't stand that parent, be glad for your child's sake that, that they, they have, have a parent that to parent, go to. Right, that they don't have that grief yeah. going on. Well, before we get ready to close the show today, is there something you want to add, Mark? We love having you on. Best way for more information. Uh, yeah, the best way is our, our Facebook page for Americans for Equal Shared Parenting, all spelled out, Americans for Equal Shared Parenting. And then the big key, anybody who's ever been affected by family court, we need you there on October 1st in Earth City to send a message to legislators that there's more work to do here in Missouri. 
Very good. Well, we love having you on. You give us a different perspective that many of us don't know. You need to just keep fighting the good fight. I I really admire you and thank you very much for what you're doing for both moms and dads because this does benefit moms even if they don't think it does. And we really appreciate you fighting. Well, thanks a lot and thanks for the support and thanks for reaching out to me yesterday on the drive home. I appreciate that. Not a problem. (laughs) Thanks for coming in and everything. So uh, we're almost going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap it up. Right before we leave, uh, again, uh, merchandise, the the merch on uh, CancelThisShow.com and Facebook uh, should be where we should get the bugs out by the end of the week uh, and then look for any new uh, if you don't items. have it out by Friday, we're going to have, you talk about a, I know. a, a cultural revolution, <laughs> it's going to be coming out. Blowing my I'll tell you what, we need if I don't out. have it by Friday, uh, you can contact me through my Facebook page, uh, Inside Out Custom Designs uh, on Facebook, and uh, you know we will... We will at least, what we're going to try to do, uh, and I was talking with uh, Vic and Lizzie, because this is new, we're going to roll out like a two-week pre-order. Yes. Just to kind of give us a give us an idea of what we need to start with. So we're going to do a about a two-week pre-order um, to to kind of get everything going so we can we can build the inventory and find out, you know, w- this will give us an opportunity to find out, um, is this item something that somebody's interested in? Uh, is this something that maybe they're not so interested? In? Or, you know, hey, shoot us an email at merch, M-E-R-C-H, at cancelthisshow.com. Merch at canceltheshow.com. That, and when they do that, are you going to be the, at that, the end of that? Uh, one? I am on the end of that. Perfect. I am so on the end of that. You will be talking email. to Correct. the man you, of that hour right here. You will be talking with me if you're uh, uh, sending an email to merch. Um, if there is something out there that you're like, ooh, this would be you know really cool to have, uh, send us an idea. Uh, you know, we, you guys are our supporters. We want to make something that you. Want to wear, want to use, want to show off, and everything. And if that is in the in the realm of what uh, possibilities we can do, then yes, you know, um, you guys are the end all customer in that situation, and we love the support that you have. So we absolutely uh, love. Send an email to merch at cancelthisshow.com. And like I said, hopefully uh, by Friday, I should have some big news that we are ready and rolling to do our two-week pre-sale. I cannot wait. And you know what, guys? Vic really will be back tomorrow. And let's take bets. Mary wants to know if he stopped for breakfast after his appointment. I don't know. But let's take bets, guys. So tomorrow, you can put on the chat line, where do you think Vic was? You know know what tomorrow is, don't you? What is tomorrow? Weed Wednesday. Some people really like that. as someone that doesn't partake in that uh, and everything, um, I, I enjoy the education uh, because I, I, I do believe that there are some positive medical uh, yeah. usages for, for them. For sure. Um, I'm, I'm with you too. I've never partaked in it at all. I did back in my 20s. I, I didn't even back then, but here's the deal. If I got any form of cancer or any of that, I would totally do that before pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, totally. And I am very educated on it because I used to always think one way about it. And now I think something different about it. I so. think the stigmatism, the stigmata of, uh, I don't stigmatism. know. Stigmatism. Stigmatism. Did you that's, know that's, yeah, that's what true. happens? That's, Apparently, when you do the it, weed, it, it will does actually help with too. your stigmatism. That's yeah, what I, I heard. That's I, what I, I heard. Use, I use, it helps with glaucoma. Yes. You know? Yes. But the stigma. Uh-huh. Uh, of marijuana and, and 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 products like that has been so Nancy Reagan don't do drugs uh, that um, I think they they finally came around to which is a beautiful thing they came around to understanding that 
this can be a po- this is a positive. This can yeah. be a positive. This can help people, and you don't always have to go through the uh, the the ways of chemical medication and everything. Correct. So, uh, well, there's two things before we close. Go for it. Mary wants to know if you can make a cancel this magnet for her refrigerator so she doesn't open the door so often. I would like one of those too. Good idea, Mary. And second of all, it's interesting. They think that Vic and Eric went to Starbucks. Let's see. Let's see if that's where they went. (laughs) Well, Eric won't be here till Friday. He will be here. Yeah, he's coming every week again and he'll be here on Friday. And you know what's going to be this Friday? Kelly Mano and Eric in the house. Kelly Mano and Eric. Last time they were here, I, I kid you not, I sat back and-, and Did I, you just howl oh, no, the no, no, whole no. time? Better than that, I have a 65-inch TV. Oh, I bet that I was put, good. I put that on YouTube while yeah. I have my phone, and I'm just sitting there rolling yeah. because you know it's basically two of the same generation. Oh, from, I love it. From the same general area. Yes, and, yes. And, and Kelly Mano, if you are listening- Please, please, please go follow me on TikTok, Mr. Pool Guy. Yeah, he has, you and, know what, you guys? If you guys like Derek, go look at Mr. Pool Guy. That he his he's on Facebook, and I can say this. I know I interrupted you, but no, it probably, but Mr. Pool Guy. Now, if you get offended easy, don't listen to it. But you know what? They can't get offended easy and listen to the show. So no. they're you're they're kind of people. So so Kelly Mano, if you're watching this, I want to collab with you once, just one time yeah I, yeah she might well, and, i mean it, just yeah i'll might. invite i'll invite you over to the pool and you can do a mr pool guy segment before we have to close the pool so there you go she may very well want to do that well guys it has been a marvelous show keep your bets on where vic was the second hour i want to see him on the chat line tomorrow let's all find out where vic went i think it was just something simple as his appointment ran late matter of fact i Lizzie, it's always a pleasure to be in studio with you. Mark, thank you for coming today. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow at cancelthis, cancelthisshow.com. Y'all have a great day.